The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Four 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 nine nine one thousand. Now, I, I, cards on the table. I forgot my computer today. 
um, which is kind of okay, except I, I did loads of prep. Prep. 15 minutes I sat at my computer at home and found a few stories that we could talk about. And I even went as far as to email myself the links to some of them. To some of them, not all of them. But I don't have my computer. with. I've got my phone. I can kind of do it on my phone, but it's going to be clunky. Um, so we'll see if they go. But then here's the thing. You're not in tomorrow, Catherine. No. For personal reasons. Personal It's none of your business. It's none of your business. It's absolutely nothing to do with private and personal reasons. So just keep your keep your beak out. We're interring my grandma. Okay. Um, there you go. You see, you've been invited into uh, Catherine's enclave. And now get out. Get out of her enclave. The enclave is closed. It's private. So, but I'm not going home tonight. I'm staying up all night. Uh, I'm not. I'm staying, I'm staying at um, uh, the kids' house tonight because I'm, I'm getting up at half past six with them tomorrow morning, all right? Uh, so I won't have a computer tomorrow night and I won't have you. Look, tonight I can go, hey, can you find this story about beards being dirtier than dogs? Can you actually find yeah. this story about beards being dirtier than dogs? But uh, tomorrow I won't be able to say, can you find... Uh, by the way, I mean, Lee, this is uh, uh, Catherine Boyle. Yeah. I will not be able to say to you, can you find the story about beards being dirtier than dogs? Because you won't be here with like, just a week, just seven days after the uh, after I went crazy on air and uh, smeared feces all over the wall and stabbed a member of the talk radio team. Uh, I'm being allowed to fly solo again without a computer. Do you want to borrow my computer? No. I'll, le- I'll lend it to you. What for? So you can use it. Not tomorrow? Yeah. Ooh, that's a dangerous game, Catherine. Why? That's a dangerous game. I wouldn't lend you my computer. Well. And I, but I, well, actually, I would because I've, I've cleaned the hard drive. Because I'm, I'm uh, a new man. Now, okay, a well, new man. my hard drive is, is is virtually full. I don't think it works very well. So, yeah, uh, go go for it. Are you logged in or out of Brazzers? <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's a joke, guys. Um, that's the that's the kindest thing. It isn't. I'm kind all the time. No, let me finish. That's the kindest thing anyone's done to me in the last two minutes. Lent, giving me your computer for keeps? No. Wow, that's great. I will take your computer, yeah? Not thanks. now, not now. I'll take it, yes, thank you. There we go, I'll put that in my bag. I'm, I'll tell you the password if you're lucky. Oh, it's password protected. It's password protected. It's one of those. No, do you know what? We're, we're going to do the show tomorrow without a comp. Doing the show tomorrow. Seriously, you can borrow it. Yep, seriously, I'm doing the show right. tomorrow. Let's see how you feel after three hours. We'll see how we feel after three minutes already. I'm struggling for material. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. The late night alternative. Dear listener, you can call in about anything you want. Me and Kath are going to sit here and talk about our day, talk about bits and pieces and flights of fancy and whim and whimsy. 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 Quincy. We're going to talk about whim and quincy. No, whim and whimsy. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. And you are welcome to dive into our pool of delight. 0344-499-1000 or sit on the bank and shout abuse. Again, it's the same telephone number, 03444991000. The point I'm trying to make is you can call in tonight about absolutely anything. And I, today, I made, I think, the biggest discovery um, about the world around us since um, Charles Dickens and his uh, theory of emulation, uh, I have made a big, as big a discovery 
as um, the old dude who said that we came from monkeys. Oh, I... Charles Darwin. Okay. Um, his name, and that's the thing. No one even remembers that guy's name. No, no one even remembers that guy's name because it's what it. Because already, what he came up with has just flitted away into the sky like ash on a on a on a windy day. Not ash he works here. I mean like smoke ash, like uh, uh, smoke ash, smoke on a windy day. Um, whereas and my discovery today has already re- replaced it. This is a really genuinely okay. I'm, all right, my tongue is a little bit in my cheek. I'm taking the tongue out. It is an important discovery, right? First of all, first things first, I've got two cats. I've got three cats. Uh, one's an old lady. She's over 20 years old. Velvet, lucky and mucky. Uh, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. They're 10 months old. Ooh. 10 months old. So they're, they're, they're kind of, you know, they're... Anyway, I was cooking a lamb tagine today. Yeah, that's right. That's just kind of the stuff I do. Uh, I do these days. I was cooking a lamb tagine and I looked and the cats, the girls came in through the cat flap. I heard them come in and I was cooking away, cooking away. And then I looked over the work surface and I thought, oh, the cats have brought in, they found a dirty old tennis ball. And then I took a couple of steps closer. That weren't no dirty old tennis ball. My cats, I think it was lucky, the black and white one, had made their first kill. It was a little bird. It was a little baby bird. And I was disgusted. I was revolted. But also, I'm going to be honest, I was proud of them because it's, na- it's nature. It's natural. It's, it, it's their instinct, right? They don't know any better. They don't know any better than that. It's their instinct is to kill. They didn't want to eat it. They were, just, they were batting it around on the kitchen floor. They were both of them, very strangely, just sort of lying there stretched out as if, yeah, did that. It's like they just had sex or something. Like, yeah, that was good. Ah. Um, so I took some pictures of it and sent them to your kids to scare your kids, Catherine. And then I picked up the dead bird and I chucked it into the lamb tagine. No, I didn't. I picked it up with tissue paper, of course. I didn't want to touch its horrible, bloated body. And I put it in the bin, right? And then Boily came round because I cooked this lamb tagine. And it's a great, it's a, it's a great dish. You yeah. gave me the recipe. I'm yeah. going to give you that. Yeah. But... I just give it a little bit of um, um, uh, what did the what did my boy say? Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais, okay, no, just, je ne sais pas. Don't je, I, je, je, ne sais, je ne sais quoi. No, I gave it just a little bit of je ne sais quoi. And um, uh, Angela and Alan stay there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. And we were sat um, watching come dine with me. And then we looked out, and right at the end of the garden, lucky was batting something. Well, she'd been missing for a while, hadn't she? And I said, oh, "Look, there she, she is at the end of the garden." And then something kind of, yeah, something... She batted something it went, and it jumped, something jumped up about two foot in like an arc. And you went, oh, it's a frog. And I said, all right, well, listen, if, if they kill stuff and I don't see it, I'm, I'm happy. I can leave them to it. If I, if I see them playing with stuff and I can see it, I have to get involved. Yeah, so we both looked at each other for about two seconds and went, yep. we better go and see what this is. We better go. So we went out there and whatever it was, it scuttled away. It'd gone. It wasn't where it was. And so I was talking to Lucky and I said, all right, come on now, listen, it's cool that you're killing and stuff, but just either go for a quick kill or just don't kill at all. And then she was sniffing down by, um, got one of those, you know those things you put in a ball, ball swing ball? Swing ball. It's one of those things. And she was sniffing down there. I said, it's not, it's not down there, my love. And then uh, and then I looked and it was under, hiding under a leaf. Oh was another bird, the similar, identical bird to the one that she killed earlier. Identical. I said, like, oh, God. And I, I, I didn't touch it, but I lifted up the leaf. But here's the thing that was going on, right? The whole time we were at the back of the garden, 
there was a robin going mental. Yeah, and we thought that it must have been that, and yeah. it, was, it was, like, hopping around. Yeah. And, and we kept going, well, what, Robin, g- go, shoo, don't come back for round two. Then we went in, and we, then we took the cat in, and we left the bird there. It's going to be dead. It's going to die of shock. It's going to die of shock. And we went in, and we Googled the bird that we had found. What was it? Baby robin. It was a baby robin. Right? It was a baby robin. But it didn't look like one. It looked like a little fluffy yellow. thrush type uh, It looked thing. like a little canary, I thought. Mm. But the, it's, kind of, it's kind of yellow. Identical to the bird it had killed today. So that family have lost two baby robins. Here is the important breakthrough I have made. This changes everything. This changes everything. How you cannot be a vegetarian after this a vegan even, after this revelation, will uh, um, heaven have pity on your souls. The robin was upset because its baby was in danger. Wouldn't leave. Would not leave. It was making a lot of noise trying to scare there were two the cat at one away. Point. There were two, a mum and a dad. Trying to scare... We knew it was a dad because we could see it dinkle. Uh, we're trying to... Imagine if birds had dinkles. They have somewhere, haven't they? Well, no. They've got to be like a little pellet. Have you ever seen a duck's No, one? yeah, I have. I don't like want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Um, so here's the thing. Nature has family structure that cares, that loves, that wants to protect its young. And you're still going to eat meat? You're still going to eat meat? Knowing, knowing what you now know, that animals are upset when their young are taken from them, tortured in front of them, and killed. This family have... Well, one bird is dead. The second one's going to die. No. The second one's going to die. No. I made the mistake of lifting up the leaf, so it's going to have my scent all over it. It can't fly, so they can't get... Once a, once a baby bird falls out of a nest... <coughs> well, it, was, it wasn't a little bald thing. I think it might be able to fly eventually. <laughs> little, Don't say it can't. I was talking about thinking of little bald things. I know. Um, can your little bald thing fly? Oh, I, yeah. OK, well... Uh, enough power behind it. OK, so here's the thing, guys. Uh, th- th- here's the thing. You can't eat meat anymore. You can't. You can't eat la- lamb? Mama sheep watching baby sheep being taken away. <laughs> you can't eat meat anymore. That's it. It's game over. Meat is verboten. It is off the menu. Here's the other thing we noticed. Yep. We locked the cat in the house with us and we were watching her. And mm. She was like oh. a caged... Yeah. I mean, she is a caged She's beast. turned. It's like she had a first hit a crack. Yeah. She was like steaming around the living room. Mm-hmm. Then she'd look at us. Then she'd go back to the cat flap, try and get out, get, couldn't get out. The cat flap. Come back again, look at us accusingly. Yeah. It was like, you know when you see a, t- a bored tiger in a zoo, that mm. pacing, yeah, pacing yeah. around the yeah. perimeters, and then looking at us like, come on, you know I've seen it, I want to finish it off. If there are any scientists listening, uh, how do I get this into the Lancet? I want to get this into the Lancet. I have made a discovery. If any of you scumbags steal it, I will shove a robin down your throat. Um, this dead one. I'm going to shove this dead robin down your throat. I need to get this into the Lancet that I have... I've discovered something pretty, pretty amazing. 
0344-499-1000. So I need scientists to call in. And if you're a meat eater, how the hell can you justify your wickedness? This is Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got David. We've got Alan. But first of all, we've got Angela. Hi, Ian Catherine. You right? Can I can I just say, just Suze is is sending me a series of very badly spelt tweets. Um, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just pick one of them. Don't have cats then, Ian, because that's what they do. Oh no, I Suze. It's nature. I applaud my cat for doing it. At what at what point? At what point was I dismissive? Of the cat doing that. No, I'm glad they do it. I'm going to encourage... Don't Please don't breathe so heavily, Angela. It's, it's disgusting. I'm going to encourage them... I'm going to encourage them to do it, just soothes. I'm glad they do it. It's nature at its rawest and its finest. It's the greatest show on earth and it's free, Suze. So you go away, practice your spelling and then come back with a point that makes sense. Angela, let's just do this because I'm feeling a bit nauseous. Go on. Yeah, I, I, I just want to just put a few things to you. Um... Um, the first one, you know, about my knee, I, I've been to the doctor's today huh? and I have to have it shringed if it doesn't calm down. You have to have it shinned? Shringed, you know, the fluid taken out. Syringed? Yeah. Okay, can you not just cut it and squeeze it? Oh, no, don't. Yeah. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> no, I've had it done before. You put water on the knee, put it that way, something like that. Can you drink it? I mean, if you no. were stuck in the <laughs> desert and you were, like, desperate, I know how to suck off a tree. I do. I got taught how to um, suck off a tree to get the the sap, the rising sap from a tree. I know exactly how to do it, mate. Tap the sap. You what mm. you do? That's, do you know? Okay, you're you're in the woods, Catherine. Um, what time of year is a good time to? The sap is rising in spring. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, and what what will be a good treat? To... A nice juicy one. Yeah, okay, and that would be a silver birch. Yeah. You're, if you're starving in the in the forest, right, and you can't boil up water to clean it, you boil up water, I'm afraid. Can't just drink mm. it. Can't just drink it from a puddle or from a stream. You've got to boil it up because of the microbes. Um, if there's a tree, what you do, you wait till spring, then you cut open the silver birch and you suck. You suck it hard. You suck it dry. And then you are satisfied. Okay. Okay. Away you go, Angela. Um, I just want to ask So I would suck your knee dry. If I was stuck in the the desert and I was thirsty, I would prick prick your knee and I would suck it dry. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely, juicy Angela water. (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've seen it. It's horrible. Mm. Have you ever seen um, spinal fluid? Yeah. Not spinal fluid, spinal tap. I'm joking. Have you ever seen spinal mm. fluid? No, but I can check it on the internet if you want me to. Oh, I don't want you to. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've held... Is it orangey? No, it's clear. I've held a, 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 a vial. File? Vial. Vial. I've held a vial of my own spinal fluid and uh, mm-hmm. boy oh boy i was sat there and i just i really wanted to rip the top off and drink it but i know yeah. that the doctor would have been very very angry with me because it took a long time mm-hmm. to gather that juice 
took a long... Did he have plans for it? What was he going to do with it? He was going to do tests on it to see if I had multiple sclerosis, actually, right, Catherine. If you're going to make jokes about it... he was he was wondering why he was so precious about it. He was going to test it and was going to see if I had multiple sclerosis, MS, as we like to yeah. call it, as us guys like to call it, and gals. Uh, and he yeah. did do the test, and uh, luckily, luckily for him, I didn't have MS. What I did have was severe nausea and migraines every time I tried to move for the next six days. It is the worst feeling. And he said, oh, you'll be fine by the morning. Flipping it, I had to lie on my back with my knees up. And if I, if I move my head two degrees to the side, headache, room spinning, awful. Is it a similar process to an epidural? Uh, it's much, much worse. Because instead of putting in, they're, they're taking out. out. But did you feel it? Because um, I remember the epidural. I remember the needle going in. Did you hear it squeak? Yeah, I heard the That's squeak. horrible, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Angela, these are, all, these are all just options for you. Okay, can I mention something else for you both? Okay. Um, Did they fix your ceiling, by the way? Oh, uh, that's what I'm coming to. It's nearly sort of done. Um, I think you were begging us for money. And then this is where it gets weird. Oh. Um, is it haunted? Is it haunted it, ceiling? Is it being done by it, ghost builders? Yeah. Oh. I've left them in a cupboard. Anyway, um, my mum texts me at nine, as she does. Yeah, mum texts you at yours, uh, yeah. So, because I was going to, like, Buy a lot of stuff off Amazon when I get um, my room sorted out again. Yes, yes of course. So she says, she said, right, um. You've got a wonderful accent. Said, where is your, where, what's your heritage? Where are you from originally? she got. Leicester. You've got a lo- Leicester. Leicester. Mm, you got a lovely accent. Lovely yeah. accent. Okay, continue, continue, <laughs> continue please. Uh, uh, and um, she said, don't buy anything for your flat when she knows it's amazing, it? And she says, it's coming for two weeks' time. So two weeks is May. And the way she worded it, that's not like my mum's texting. Well, you know when you know that Hang on. Got... When someone says, don't buy anything for your flat, I'll be over in two but weeks' time. You know what that means, knows... don't you? No. She's coming to murder you. No, she's no. bringing you stuff for your flat. I know she is, but she she calls it... She knows it, Maisonette. Oh, who could... I, I couldn't even spell Maisonette. Why would... May... M-A-I-S... Oh, uh, no, so flats. Yeah, just two S's, yeah. T- t- but, um, yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. No, two, two S's in flat. But she she spoke to me at 7.15 in in the middle of, you know, when Midel Farmer's a break. In the middle of the night, I go walking so, in the street. Do you find it, it's a little bit of a strange day? <laughs> no? Well, so hang on, she, when did she text you? What time did she text you? Well, she texted me 9 o'clock. And then she phoned you I at 7.15? Yeah. Not that strange? Yeah, and I showed David... This is the, the most said, unstrange story I've ever heard. You've got a loving mother yeah. who cares for you, wants to bring you stuff, and you think <laughs> it's know. strange. Uh, what are you saying? That she, are you saying she's been possessed? Like that yeah. you, you, your mother sucks such and such in hell? Is that what you're saying? Well, no. I think so. Wow, do you? It, even I showed my partner, and he said, that is a bit strange. Mm. What? That your mum texted you and called you? I know. The, the text that I showed partner about what she said she said that she don't like like that well so what you're saying she's been are you think she's being held by jihadis the jihadis got her by the way by the way if anybody if anybody wants to do this is a great idea for a spoof the jihadis j-a-j-i-h-a-d-e-e-s um here we come Blow. You do that, the jihadis, it's four jihadists who live in a house, they make mock and roll, and they want to uh, create a caliphate. Honestly, I would watch that. I would watch that.
and one of them's really <laughs> dumb. And one one way is like a I don't know like a I don't know I'm probably going to get myself in trouble so I'm backing away from that sketch I don't want anything to do with it. Now if you, you see do why it, no one's done it. Yeah, if you don't want to do it, do you remember when? Um, do you remember after the Twin Towers, right? And Osama bin Laden became famous, and qu- I remember it being pretty soon after that that Frank Skinner had his own chat show, and he did a, a spoof on You've Been Framed, where it was all clips of him dressed up as Osama bin Laden, like knocking over missiles and stuff and fought, tripping over soldiers and stuff like that. Quite soon after, and I remember thinking, well, that's Frank Skinner dead. Frank Skinner's going to get killed. And they might still do it. They might still do it because it's Osama bin Laden's son now, isn't it, who's in charge of those guys. Breathing yeah. very noisily there. Very noisily. Okay. Yeah. All right, Angela. Okay, Ian. Yep. See you soon. So, thank you. Uh, just, just, you know, try and, try and breathe, um, uh, just try and breathe through the nose. So that call there, she was talking about text message that was supposed to be from her mum, but it wasn't in her mum's tone of voice. It was the jihadists. The, they're like, a, what the, I don't know if you've seen it, it's brilliant. It's, there's four of them, okay. and they're jihadists, okay. but they're, they're like a rock and roll band, and they want to just create songs and create a caliphate. Very, very, it's very insensitive. I don't watch it. I don't, no, absolutely, awful, yeah. absolutely nothing to do with me whatsoever. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So the Frank Skinner as Osama Bin Laden, I've remembered. It, it was You've Been Framed style because um, Bin Laden was doing all of those very low-quality home videos from caves and stuff. Have you found the clip? No, but I found one about Frank Skinner with a banjo singing an Osama Bin Laden song. So really, he wasn't scared of poking twice, the bear, was he? Twice, twice, twice. Uh, he has done it. Let's go to Nicky. Good evening, Nicky. Oh. Good evening. How are you guys? I'm good, thank you. Nicky, what have you got for us tonight? from an annoying noise that means this call won't last very long. Oh, sorry, just let me switch. It to, sounds uh, like you're, it sounds like you're um, uh, uh, the ball on the roulette wheel. Oh, you're being drained. Yeah. Ooh. Is that better? That's, that's significant. Is this better. Ernest, Nicky, Nicky, Ernest? Sorry, it is Nicky, Ernest. There we go. Yeah, how you, how Jeez, you guys can, t- can we change the name from Nicky to Ernest, please? Because I do not like this. The, the, I mean, you can do that if you want. I'm My doing it. Card does say Ernest. I'm doing it. It's t- change it, Amy. Change it. It's Ernest. Hello, mate. Nice to speak to you. How you doing? How do, how's that? How's that card yeah. working out for you? The membership card. Oh, it's great. I've been flashing it to everyone, and uh, almost the same response from every person. Uh, what the hell is that? Yeah, because yeah, they're, uh, they're jealous, envious. Envy is a yeah. very, very ugly mistress. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I don't mean to brag, but I'm guessing I'm the only person who actually owns their card so far. Oh, well, hang on a second. Let's see, because they've been sent out. Alan, have you got your card yet? Oh, for God's sake. You are joking. He's been on the phone for 30 minutes and he's fallen asleep. Alan! Yeah. Alan! Alan! That guy's gone. Uh, you, all right, in that case, yes, you're the only person that's got their card yet. The others have oh, been sent out. The others, uh, the others have been sent out. Well, for this moment in time, I feel quite important. <laughs> you should, well, you should, you should do just for this moment in time, because as soon as everyone else gets theirs, you're a nobody again, Ernest. Uh, yeah, I'm just the same as everyone else. <laughs> um, I just wanted to phone up and say a big thank you again for allowing me into your studio. 
Hey, no, no it, was, it was nice, man. It was nice to see you. Thanks for coming in. That was a great experience. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Okay. It sounds like he's angling for a like, work experience or something. Because he ain't, ain't going to get it. If that's no, what. I, think he's I just mean, nice. that would be nice. Well, but... There we go. There, we go. there we go. Unbelievable. You got something for free, and now you want more something for free. You always have to push it, don't you? Always push it. Push it real good, Ernest. Always. Oh, and uh, last night, that interview with Noel Sullivan was fantastic, by the way. Oh, he was good, wasn't he? He was fantastic. It, it took me on a little nostalgia trip. I was about 10 when Pop Stars was on. Yeah, yeah. It was so good... it took me right back to my I wonder if they're all to on... hear him doing so well. I wonder if they're all on YouTube. I wouldn't mind watching that um, yeah. again a especially bit. now knowing what we know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ernest, listen, it's good to talk to you. I'm glad you're enjoying your card and you, you enjoy showing off. If you missed the chat with Noel Sullivan... Actor, singer, performer, you probably will remember him if you're from a certain age from Hearsay. Um, we had him for an hour last night, and I, I, I suspected he was going to be good. I suspected. I thought he'd be 40 minutes good. I didn't think he'd be, be an hour good, and he was brilliant. We could have done two hours. Oh, we could have done a whole show with that guy. We could have done a whole show with that guy. We are going to get him in again at some point. He's got a big... Big show coming up that is unbongoed. We're not allowed to talk about it. But as soon as that's announced, we're going to drag him in, use that as an excuse just to get him in for an hour. But, you know, we'll say, oh, you're doing this show. Brilliant. Well, anyway, tell us more. Um, but it was great. If you missed it, uh, thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. One of my favourite chats we've done in a long time. If you go to Acast, if you go to iTunes, your usual podcast provider, you will get the chat there. And um, it's the Noel Sullivan, it is the yeah the Noel, Noel Sullivan on Twitter. If you just go and send him some love, man, he's had years of like abuse and horrible things. Even as, as recently as Christmas, people come up to him and taking the mix. So just go at the Noel Sullivan. Just send the dude a bit of love because he's a nice guy, and I think he's going to become very famous again. And I would like to be friends with a famous person, please, please, Johnny. Hello, 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 Johnny. Alan Caddick has been recycling that gag for ten years. It's not a gag. He's, ge- he's genuine. He's genuinely asleep. No, I don't believe it. Well, okay. Anyway, I want to circle you back to where you don't want to go. The word caliphate. Yes. I think that would make a fantastic name for a cat food. Cat food. What say you? Cat food. It sounds like cat food, doesn't it? Doesn't sound any, doesn't say he's got a jingle for it. Doesn't sound anything like cat food. Cat food is Felix or no, whisk, no, no, whiskers. No. Caliphate. Oh. I must be losing my accent. I think you must be. Uh, of course, the uh, the uh, I went to a caliphate once. Did you? Yeah, I did actually. I really, really did. Um, it was a whole fate based around the character Cali from Grange Hill. It was a caliphate. Oh, mate. Caliphate, mate. Oh, mate. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. I had a good time there. Really good time there. Nine, about 1988, I think it was. I went yeah. to a Caliphate. Oh, mate. Yeah. 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 No. There's a band there playing uh, called the Jihadis. No, mate. No. Um, yeah, sure, go on. Uh, let's... Ah, right. So, anyway, Twitch is the thing. And I'm, I streamed on Twitch again today. Twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. My Twitch stream, I'm going to put... It, it's family-friendly. You can leave your kids there and they're going to be safe. Plonk your kids in front of my Twitch stream. Going to be safe. Um, uh, I'm going to be streaming retro games primarily. Got my Dreamcast today. Brought the wrong lead to connect it to an HDMI thing. But that's coming tomorrow. So, hopefully Friday. Friday, we're going to be streaming some Virtua Tennis. That's the plan. From the Dreamcast as a test. I've also bought a machine. Get this, Catherine. 
an adapter that will allow me to play the Dreamcast online multiplayer. Oh. Thank you. And Is that the right noise? That is the p- exactly perfect noise. Uh, but streaming it on Twitch, family-friendly. I'm going to put in a load of swear words today, tonight, tomorrow. I haven't got my computer. Friday, so that, um, that those words are banned. F, S, W, uh, C, um, N, uh, B, B, S, uh, the other C, um, the other B, um, all the A's. Going to just spend a day typing in swear words. Oh, and the then, O, the O, yeah. yeah, definitely. And then all the um, non-PC words. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. You know. like, like non-PC words, like Mac. Oh, that was all right, actually, and you know it. You know it. Little smile came up, and you thought, "I can't let this. I can't let this stray. Let me. Can't do it." Anyway, so sign up, subscribe. This is where I'm going to make my. You can leave your kids. It's going to be the channel that's safe for you to leave your kids in front of. Um, but anyway, so other people have jumped on the bandwagon. The old um, BW. The, exactly. Um, and here's a clip of. Let me just get this. Here's a clip of David Babcock. You know the Hoover oh, yeah, guy. I remember that guy. The Hoover yeah, yeah, psychic. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was playing earlier on today, and, and, and well, this is what he had to say about me. Listen to this. This happened about about an hour ago. Here we go. He made fun of me getting, getting the other voice you can hear is Ollie, the vile troll. Stolen in Paris, so I don't think he's ever been nice. I, I tell you what, Matty Seaboy is very much the, the Joseph Goebbels to Ian Lee's Adolf Hitler, so we should probably keep on both inside. <laughs> wow. What? To Ian Lee's what? Adolf Hitler. Now, Ollie is a vile troll, as we know, but we know you that. can hear the shock in his voice. Yeah, if it shocks yeah. him, I mean... Uh, 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 that is libelous. Genuinely, it's not even a joke. That is libelous to, to, to call me Adolf Hitler. That is libelous. And I will, I will execute anybody who says that. People have lost their jobs for yeah, less. Yeah, 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 they have. Oh, people lost their jobs here for, for, for less. Um, so this next, this next two or three minutes is really, really important in terms of my mental health... And also the phoning career of Mr. David Babcock. David. Uh, in in reference to your earlier topic about vegetarianism. No. Right. So you want to talk about the Goebbels thing? The bit where you called me Hitler, yeah. Right. If you listen back to it, I, don't, I never actually called you Hitler. Okay, well, let's, let's, okay, we will no, listen. Right. Be quiet, let's listen back to it. Here it comes. <laughs> Here we go, let's just go back a bit. Here we go. So it's Ollie giggling like a girl. So I don't think he's ever been nice. I, I tell you what, Matty Seaboy is very much the, the Joseph Goebbels to Ian Lee's Adolf Hitler, so we should probably keep on both inside. <laughs> wow. What? To Ian Lee's what? Uh, Adolf Hitler. There you go. And you thought about it and you said it again. Yeah, the, the David, over, over to you, David. Right, I, I, can, I can go on to the main point, but I'll just do a side point. I think there's some confusion over the use of uh, Ollie's apostrophe. Right? Um, he said the statement, Ian Lee's what? Which could mean, Ian Lee is what? Or it could be used in the possessive term. I don't own an Adolf Hitler, and you know it. But but I don't it, own. It, it, but but no, but but I don't own an Adolf Hitler. You were calling me Adolf Hitler. 
I was saying that if you were Adolf Hitler back in the day, the equivalent of Matthew Stevenson would be Joseph Goebbels, his propagandist, I think he was. So here's what I'm, I've not here's what I've not heard, David, in this phone call. I've not heard sorry. Not heard the word sorry. My kids will hear this one day, probably tomorrow when I play it to them. They don't know who Hitler is. I'm going to tell them. You'll have to. In graphic detail. So tomorrow, my seven-year-old beautiful innocent child and my nine-year-old quite naughty child are going to learn about the horrors of World War Two because of you. Uh, the, the, the admission is guilt is, is, is indicating that guilt is there in, in, in the... In, 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 Okay, so the word you want to say is? I'm sorry if you took a... No, 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 just hang on. uh, David, say it one more time. I am not going to cut you off. You can come... We're going to make your point, the other point you wanted to make about vegetarians, but what did you just say? The line dropped for a second. I'm sorry. Oh, hang on. Just Just say it one more time. The line dropped off. I'm sorry... There we go. And I accept so we, that apology, so David. David, we'll get back to your point about vegetarianism. Glad we've cleared the air there. That's great. Thank you. What a great guy. What a great guy I am. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for Sailor Boys, oh. Stable Girls... Oh, I'm on the end. ...and Stripper Grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. David, you had an, uh, uh, another point you wanted to make, and uh, uh, really can't wait to hear it. Then we're going to go to Roger, and then Alan Caddick's call back in. So let's uh, chop chop, uh, David. Chop chop, chop chop. I was just going to say that chop, you chop, said that chop chop. It, I, I started to cow at the weekend, and now I'm thinking about not eating beef anymore. <laughs> what you did? What? I was at the farm park, and I started to cow, and it felt really bloody nice. Sorry, I shouldn't swear. Sorry. Okay. You were at a farm park? I was at a farm park. There was a pig on its side. <laughs> what, is he, what is he talking about? What's a farm park? Like, well, it was like a... odds farms, like like kids and stuff. Tractor rides bet, and stuff. I beg your pardon. No, not kids. No, what? not kids in the farm. Is it like, because well, one I know is odds farm, which is like which is like a good, it's like a farm for kids. Kids, not kids in the farm, but there's a farm, and then kids can go and see how a farm works. Is it like that? Is that what you mean by farm park? Yeah, yeah, and there's, there's cows and pigs and stuff, and you can have a look at them. Okay, and you you um, stroked a cow? Yeah. And you realised that it was a living entity with feelings, emotions, um, lovely udders, and what you've since become a vegetarian? It felt like a horse, and I thought, I won't feel comfortable about eating a horse. Why not? Because so, horses go, I don't know, they're nice, aren't they? I've eaten a horse, it was nice, it was meat. Yeah. So, savvy. Yeah. I have. Disgusting. Well, I didn't know what it was. It was a it was a, a funny trick played on me by my French exchange family when they went, oh, just try that. Don't ask what it is. What did it taste like? Steak. Well, there you are. I've eaten kangaroo. What did it taste like? Burger. Have you ever eaten pig? I wouldn't touch it. It's disgusting. Of course, I've eaten Not pig. Even. Little you, bit. You know which bit you've eaten. 
I've eaten, oh, I've, I've eaten the pig's vagina, but I've also eaten the sausage. I have, I've eaten the sausage bit of the pig, which I think, I guess they make it out of the legs. I don't know the sausage. It's the right shape, yeah. Um, and I've eaten the bacon, which I, th- I think is like the tongue thinly sliced. I'm not totally sure. Um, uh, so I've eaten many, many, many bits of, um, I've eaten many, many bits of pig. But what's the difference between a pig and a cow and a horse? I'll tell you what, if you'd have seen this pig, you wouldn't have eaten it. Why is that? That's covered in muck. Yeah, they clean it. No, it's covered in muck and disgusting. They clean, they clean it. This is the thing. They they, this is what I don't get. Now, it's Jewish people don't eat pork, pig. Yeah, and Muslims. And, and it is Muslims as well, isn't it? And is it? Be- it's because, isn't it, they think it's unclean. Yeah, I know, but it's the cloven hooves. The cloven... Uh, so I don't know what that means. It's hooves are cloved. It's when they've got feet like this. Okay, but I've heard the argument that it's because they're unclean. Yeah. Right. But they they clean it. And also, you're not licking the outside of the pig. Well, unless, you, unless you're having a pork scratching. Because um, they've got yeah. hair on. Well, I've had a, uh, I've um, chewed on a pig's nipple before, David. Disgusting. I'll tell you what, this this cow had muck on its bum as well, so I can't really say well, anything. They will. they will do. You can't. They can't reach around with a paper, can they? They don't wipe their bums. They do not. Cows do not wipe their bums. I would like to see cow nappies. Cappies. Is it, well, that's perversion. Well, are you going to become a vegetarian then? I no. Think, I th- well, I think you have to. Why? Are there, you know when you talk to dead people? Yes. Are there animals on the other side? Do the animal spirits go to the other side? It's, well, it, it, it's a grey area. Um, so you don't, you uh, don't know? Right. Okay. You do. Right. Thanks, you're cool. Let's go to, um, let's go to Roger. Good evening, Roger. Evening, Ian and Catherine. Roger. Oh, this isn't going to mean much to anybody. But... Here's, a, here's a thing. I got... Here's a thing. Hey, right? So I got this book. I got this book the other day. It's called <laughs> Roger's Thesaurus. It's a great book for looking up alternative words for words. You want to know the irony? There's only one word for thesaurus. That word, thesaurus. You know what I'm saying, guys? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yes! I do know what you're saying. There you go. That's a little bit of stand-up. If anyone wants to go, go to America and do some stand-up in the 80s, then you can take that joke with you, with my blessing. With my blessing. And then, But then someone should phone in and go, well, that's, that's not an original joke. And I go, what do you mean? Of course it is. They go, no, no, no. I was, in, I was watching some old American video, VHS tapes from the 80s and there was a guy uh, uh, there's a guy on there and he did that joke in his yeah, routine yeah. and it'll be like okay well it's either well then he must have heard it from me and gone back in time yeah. and done it um, I was trying to um, convert some VHS videotapes today Roger to mm. digital format and the bit of hardware I've got there's like this This he's called like Easy, Easy Clip or something Easy Clip and you plug it into the back of the video and then you plug it into the computer and then it captures it. But the... Um, such a boring point. But my capturing software kept crashing. Every time I changed the setting, it would crash. And after 10 minutes of capturing, it would crash. So here's the thing. I spent 60 quid... I spent, I spent a lot of money today. 60 quid on a fancy capturing hardware and software. Well, wait, what boring life. I've, I've got the VHS out. I've got it set up under the desk. It's under my printer now. It's connected. It's rigged up. It's all ready to go. What boring, sad old life I lead. It was a, vi- it was a really low-quality Monkeys concert from 1987. 
What a boring life. What a sad, Stop. pathetic man. To you, it was precious. Boring life. One man's trash, another man's treasure. Just spent an hour getting, trying to com- convert this crappy video that no one's going to watch, and it was boring, and it didn't work. It's my life. And then... I can't, I can't comment, because I fly pretend spaceship. Oh, um, yeah, but you think, he, you think he means on a video game. He doesn't. He just sits in a box and stares. <laughs> <laughs> While his mum runs around with a blue blanket to be space. Oh, um, no. Well, I, I, was playing while, I, I was playing while I was on hold, and I'm not going to do that again. Oh, why? What, did it get a little bit hairy? Uh, sort of. Oh. I, uh... Wasn't paying attention. Just I was. Uh, Crash the spaceship. I've run out of fuel. Oh, <laughs> oh we've all done that. I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to request what is known as a fuel rat and get one of the other players to bail me out. But this is actually one of the other players. It's yes. not like a computer a no, robot. Well, it's actually what they've got. Their, they've got their own uh, Twitter. They've got their own website. I've got to go to the website Jesus. and get more the information. Right. Supposing and... I got. Supposing. Right, I got the request, right, from you, and you gave me the coordinates. Mm. Could I come and then shoot you? Uh, yes, Ooh. but I don't, think you'd be a, I don't think you'd be a member of the Fuel Rats for very long. I, don't, I wouldn't mind getting kicked out of the Fuel Rats. Just for one. I <laughs> think I could survive being kicked out of the Fuel Rats just for taking some sad old dude down in space. <laughs> Speaking of losing uh, your concentration and forgetting to refill your vehicle, yeah. I did that once and it broke down right outside work so everyone could look out the window and oh, see me. Oh, that's handy, though. <laughs> I did it twice on the same day. <laughs> Well, I, I, so I ran out of petrol, and that, so I walked to go and get some petrol, and I, I, I put, put it in the tank and put it in, and I thought, oh, I think this will make it home. This will, I think this will make it to where <laughs> you, I need to go. So confident. instead of going to the petrol station and filling it up, I thought, oh, I think I can make it. And I didn't, and it ran out of petrol again. <laughs> it ran out of petrol again. It's really humiliating. This was in the dark days, if I'm completely honest. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't I thinking at my clearest, but, um, yeah, it was, it was not... It was not um, it was not good. Anyway, Roger, what can we do for you this I've evening? I've got a bit of... I'm doing it. This is, this is going to sound a bit sad to a few people, but... Uh, I'm sad I've mentioned first before about... Well, well if any uh, regular listeners know I'm blind as a bat, and uh, I've always mentioned that when I go... I, I used we, to watched, go to we, watched, we watched Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares today, and he said someone was as deaf, deaf as, as a bat. bat. Bats aren't deaf, well, are they? they've got really no, good... No, they've got really good hearing. <laughs> Deaf as a bat. Well, absolutely. I would have punched him I in the face. tell you what that dirty bugger did, though. He dropped a bit of chicken on the floor. This is what he saw him do. Dropped a bit of chicken on the floor while he's cooking. Picked it up. Not, I mean, admittedly, five-second rule. Whacked it back in the um, in the bubbler. And he said that the bubbler, <laughs> the bubbler disinfected it. Yeah, he sterilised it. Right. Bubbler yeah. sterilised it. Anyway, go on, Roger. Yeah, well, Sorry. Bl- yeah, well, actually, blind as a bat, yes. uh, Miss Noma, because of... Bats, most bats have got excellent eyesight, but there you go. It's just a common saying. Well, I think Hi. it's disabledist against disabled and against bats. But you're making should... me think of that bloke who uh, managed to use sonar himself. Oh, yeah, I saw him. Oh, 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 oh Roger, Roger, busted. you're totally busted, mate. <laughs> we got you. You did, you did what, Roger? You, totally you saw it. Oh, oh, it's all starting to come out. You said you... You're right, first of all, you found out and said you are completely blind, blind as a bat. <laughs> then you said, when we met someone, you said, oh, yeah, I saw him. Oh, oh, no, no further questions, Your Honour. No further questions. <laughs> Busted. 
Oh dear, Roger. Oh, Roger, Roger, listen, we'll come back to you after the news. I he's think you been, need. He's been playing the long con. How long has it been? About two yeah, years. Yeah, he needs a little calm down, and we need to. This is great. Can't wait when we come back after the news to hear how Roger, the blind caller, squirms his way out of that. It's like playing the yes no game. That was so satisfying. Yeah. Totally destroyed someone who claims to be blind. Let's hope um, social services aren't listening. Let's hope the DSS ain't listening. The DSS? That's not called that anymore, is it? No, I don't it's think it's it is. It's probably called like um, uh, work fun. It's, it's called like, something like work ben- uh, benefit laughs or something, isn't it? <laughs> it would be something like that. Lols. Benefons. <laughs> Benefons. Benilols. It's something like, something like um, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, anyway. Oh three three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very very welcome. We'll, we'll, we we may, may throw some topics into the mix at some point. Who knows? This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Assume 
she's in the other room of the studio because her voice is so loud. They oh, said, yeah. Spanky, go further down the corridor. Further down the corridor, Spanky. The Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, weeknights from 10. Um, give us a call about anything, uh, anything that you want, absolutely anything you want. Uh, what have we talked about so far, Catherine Boyle? Do you remember? Well, we busted Roger. Busted Roger, not a blind man, pretending to be a blind man, that's, that's uh, outrageous. We roasted Babcock. Um, yeah, nature, we've talked about nature and uh, evolution and cats killing animals. I'm, 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 people, Sad Robbins. People getting in touch going, oh, Ian, it's just, it's just what they do, you shouldn't be so... I'm, I'm not doing... I'm proud of... You. Did, no. did you not listen? I'm proud of my cats for ripping those birds apart. If I see it happening, I will have to get involved. Right? I'm not a pussy like David Attenborough. I will get involved. I will split them up. If I don't see it happening, they bring me dead creatures... Beautiful. But isn't it interesting? Lovely. That's the bit that they picked up on, that you picked up on, mm. if you were the person that tweeted. But um, actually what we're saying is, it was astonishing, yeah. the level of grief being displayed yes. by the parent the Robbins. Mom, the mum was upset. So I think the only fair thing for me to do is go and hunt down the mum and dad Robbins and put them out of their misery. Because they, how can they carry on living knowing that their two babies are dead? So I need to kill them. That's uh, so what we're going to do. Anyway, Roger was uh, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. We are going to talk about beards being dirtier than dogs. I'm clean shaven now. I am. And can, I, can we just set... Because I, I, I am excellent at... Uh, 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 let's bring it down. I'm very good at many, many, many things. I, some things I'm excellent at are predicting trends. I'm like those... Um, you know those dogs that can tell someone's going to have um, an epileptic fit yeah. like about 20 minutes before they do. Or a Russell. Um, Jack Russell, yeah, I guess. I don't know what breed of dog it is. But they can tell 20 minutes before a person even knows that that person's going to have an epileptic fit and they can warn them and they can take their uh, their anti... put their anti-epileptic fit shoes on. I don't know what it is. I don't really know. Um... Uh, well, I'm like that when it comes to fashion trends. Obviously, yep. And I have just picked up on the... Vi- just sniffed it, right? You know everyone's got beards. Everyone's got beards. Your estate agent's got beards. The bus driver's got beards. The guy the guy making your coffee. Everyone's got beard, right? Within within three months, they won't because the trend has turned. Everyone thinks beards are here to stay. Well, everyone thought that beards and moustaches were here to stay in the 70s. They weren't. It's fashion. It's fashion. It's fashion. So all it is is fashion. It's fashion. It's not. It's not permanent. Everyone's like, oh, we, 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 we are the final, you know, the final step in in evolution and life, and this is it. No, it's fashion. So all it is is fashion, and that trend, my, mark my words, by summer will have turned. I was the first of the beards to get rid of the beard. The beard is gone. I'm clean shaven, short hair, short, closely cropped hair. I look 15 years younger. No, it's not because I'm going to be 46 in six, seven weeks. It's not because I'm not worried about that. We're all going to die. We're all filling in time until we die. The Mail Online took my line about filling in time until we die as an indication that I was depressed. No, I've just worked out the secret of life. That's what it is. And it's not depression. I've just worked out the secret of life. I mean, I am depressed, but that's this isn't part. We are all just... This, this show is filling in time until we die. Watching a movie... 
is filling in time until we die. Otherwise, you sit around bored and then you die. You might as well fill in time. It's all it is. It's all it is. Beards are out. I am the first one. I'm the first. Uh, do, will you join me, brothers? And let's be honest, some sisters, when I worked at B-Jams, there was a lady that joined us after a while who had a beard, full beard. And it must be... How full? She shaved. Right, OK. Um, it must be... Unbearable yeah, to be a woman in that I think so. situation. It must be horrendous. Because, uh, listen, I was 15, 16. We laughed a lot behind her back. Yeah. We laughed a lot behind her back. Um, not something I'm proud of, but I did, right? And we'd make jokes about her and stuff. It, it must be unbearable Absolutely. for a woman in that situation. Hormones as well. It, I mean, it been hormones that have done it. Right. More testosterone than... Is is, is there any... Uh, this might sound racist. I don't mean... Is any element of it cultural? Are there certain cultures... Uh, that um, that are more prone. Well, yeah. If, if you're dark, the darker your hair is, the darker your okay. Um, facial hair is is prone. But to the, be, but, but this was like a prop. I mean, it wasn't like a full beard, but it was it was it was hairy chin, and there were definitely shaving going yeah. on at some point. What a shame! And back yeah, then as well, yeah. the she was a really nice woman. You the, know, there are treatments now that are more widely available and they're less expensive yeah. than they were. Um, you know, electrolysis and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I imagine, that, in fact, that's probably old-fashioned now. But I yeah. remember, you know, back in uh, the um, sort of 90s and 2000s, it was all about, you know, either you waxed it or you shaved it or you dyed it. But if it's if it's thick, then there's no point bleaching it, is there? No, no, it's no, still no, you there. still see it. Poor um, thing. Yeah, no, it was. It was a very nice lady, and I, I you know, a little bit, many lists of things that I've done that I'm not proud of, and laughing at her was uh, yeah. was, was one of them. There was a know. girl I knew at college who used to have very prominent kind of hairs at the side of her sort of um, upper lip, just yeah. at the sides, and on her chin, and yeah. they were, and they were, like I say, they were quite wiry. And yeah. I think she probably was like she had them. like um, uh, an Emperor Ming, yeah, is what you're describing. Of, kind of, yeah. Oh, golly gosh. And she was great, super confident. Obviously, she didn't give her monkeys. I wonder whether, I don't know, she'd been to like a quite a posh private girls' school, and I wonder whether because it was all girls together, it, there wasn't that same thing as boys would have ripped the you know what out of. Well, also, like that also school. private schools though, you learn confidence. Yeah, you learn to absolutely. stand tall and proud, whatever. So, That's one of the yeah, things exactly. they teach. Exactly, there's a, there's a, there's an attitude that goes with it. Also, older women, like I'm talking like women in their seventies and eighties, oh, get a little bit. Now, how is how does that happen? Is that That's that hormones? Kind of, so horm- the hormones shift in your 70s? Well, and probably before, after menopause. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I know nothing about... I remember being a... People. A, my great-grandma, my nana, I don't remember an awful lot about her, but I do remember one embarrassing incident for her mm. where I was sitting on her knee and apparently I, I kind of remember it, but I don't know whether I remember it or you, everyone's you, told me about did it. Did you shit on her? No, I said, oh, nana, you got whiskers. Aye. She called me a cheeky sod. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But she did. Um, will you join me, dear listener, in shaving off your beard? It starts here. Honestly, this isn't. This isn't. A, this is it. When I when I shaved my beard off the other way, I did it because I was bored and I was a bit down and I was bored and I thought if I don't do this, I'm going to do something dangerous. I shaved it off, and for the first half hour, I thought, oh, what have I done? But then after that, no, no buyer's remorse whatsoever. I, I stand tall. I stand proud. This is it. This is the next chapter of my life. I'm beard free. It'll come back at some point. I'm sure it'll come back at some point. But right now, I am beard free. Getting some new pictures done on Monday. I forgot that it's a bank holiday, but I um, don't think that causes any major problems, does it, with Jeff who's doing Well, he's, he's obviously forgotten all. Uh, okay. Um, so that's it. I'm, I'm locked and loaded. I'm ready to go. I'm clean shaven. I look about... Well, well, someone said I look 15 years younger. That makes me 30. 
And uh, I think you're smiling at that, which is obviously it's a nice feeling because, yes, I do look 30. Thank you. Um, uh, Roger, what, 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 what did you want? Roger? Oh, I'm back. Oh, oh yeah. I'm back. Yes. Oh, look, now he's, now he's pretending he's... It was blind, you said you were. Not deaf, Roger. Get, get your story straight, mate. I am registered partially sighted. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm registered as a, um, a priest able to perform wedding ceremonies, and I genuinely am. I found the card uh, yesterday. I genuinely am. Hey, we're thinking, uh, we're thinking... And all it needs is for Catherine to um, open her flipping diary and give me some give me some dates. You know, we did the show in New York for a week, Roger, mm. and I th- yeah. I w- I'm going to say it was some of the best shows we've ever done. Yeah. Well, I want to I want to go back to the United States of America. I want to yeah. go I want to go back to um, a place a little place I like to call San Francisco. Ooh. I want to I want to do the show from San Fran for a week and make it as good, if not better than the shows that we did in New York. Get some guests, go to some great places, see some amazing things, speak to some wonderful, wonderful people. Um, and all we're waiting for is you, Catherine, to give me a date and then I'll book it. That's all we're waiting for. Um, what do you reckon, Roger? Would you, would you listen to that? Of course I would. Good lad. I'm Good. a bumwick. There we go, you see. You, you've got to respect the BLs in this in this game. <laughs> anyway, Roger, sorry, we're wittering on. Well, you've been on for ages. What do you want? Well, well yeah, um... I said, I'm going to the cinema for the first time in many, many years oh. on my own next week. Oh, wow, OK. So you've been before, but with someone else? Yeah. OK, right. Yeah, I usually either go with my dad or my nephew, because yeah. I don't like... But you want to go and see a mucky film that. this time, and you're embarrassed to take your dad. <laughs> <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't fancy spending... Th- he, he's got a really bad back, and he doesn't really fancy spending three hours plus. What, you watch it? Oh, the Avengers? Yeah. Yes, yeah. man. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Go yes. see it on Thursday. Oh, yeah, 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 Beautiful. Okay. I've cheated. What? I've cheated. What do you because mean? Uh, I was looking through all the different times and like, no, no, that screen, that screen's got too many seats. It'll take me too long to find my seat. Yeah, yeah. No, that one. Right. Clicks on one. Ooh, that's the one that I watched Captain Marvel in. Thank yeah, you. But yeah. the same seat that I had last time. Happy I'm memories. Ha- happy I'm memories. Sorted. Yeah. It were a perfect. It were a perfect seat. As I said, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't need it. I got a perfect because one of the things with my eyes is that I got a narrow, very narrow field of view. Mm. So not as narrow as some people, but pretty narrow. Yeah. And in some situations, I'd need to turn my head. And oh, but this you could be where you're sat. You can just look straight ahead and see it all. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It's like when I'm playing. It's like when I'm playing. You know, you've seen me play Apex Legends. Yeah, I terrible. Can't, I can't. I can't concentrate on all of the screen at once. Yeah, that's why sometimes get this, Catherine. I'm playing Apex Legends with Roger on the PlayStation Four. He's playing on another console, a different game at the same time. What? Yeah, and it, yeah, he is. He genuinely is. He's playing on his Twitch at the same time. Switch. His Switch. Yeah, it was played on my Switch. Yeah, I, play, I got shouted. I'm, I'm playing. You're playing your nose in a minute. My fist. Oh. Um, so, uh, are you nervous about going on your own? Uh, a little. A little. I would have been a lot more nervous if it was one of the bigger, bigger screens with, yeah. all, with, with the big... But with, what are uh, you nervous... What are you nervous about? It's, going, it's being in there in the dark, finding a seat, in that even when, even when the lights are up yeah. pre... It's a bit dark. It can be hard to see the row numbers and the seat numbers. Can I make a suggestion? I mean, yeah. it's probably stupid. It's don't, probably when you've already thought of... What? My suggestion is don't go, because everyone will feel sorry for you and ruin the movie experience. No. That's, uh, it's very selfish. Can you not go, like, early? 
Oh, come on. Well, early and then get him to take, you know, help you out with the seat first. Mm, I'll, I'll, I'll see. But as I said, I, 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 I found the seat all right in that one. Yeah. Well, here's so the with, thing. With, I... with, with, with it being a smaller screen, yeah. with it, you, you, got, you get the map when you're booking uh, the... Uh, it's literally right... At, it's literally right at the front in the middle. Here's the thing, right? You go, you can do this, I, I, and I think it's just... The, the, I would suggest that the nerves, just because you haven't done yeah. it on your own for a long, long time, you can do this. But I know for a fact that if um, me or my boys were approached in a cinema by someone struggling, can you help me find the seat? We, we, we would uh, we would stand up and, and oh, help yeah. you find you as a, as a matter of course and manners and afterwards just check that you'd enjoyed the film. Yeah, yeah. After, after, it's weird, because after time, there's never even anybody there. Yeah. We could have just walked well, you, through you, and just sat sat down. I'm guessing they've got cameras and they're checking whether yeah. occupied seats well, you are think, occupied. You think there's no one there. You're just, you're just not seeing them. That's the... Well, listen, well, I'm not even going to say best of luck because that sounds patronising. Enjoy the film, man. Enjoy yeah. the film. I'm not sure... When we're going to see it, because my boys haven't seen the one before it yet, so I'm going to show them that maybe this weekend, but probably not now actually, because we're going to go. I'm going to instead on Saturday. I'm taking my boys to meet Shane Ritchie. Imagine, oh, nice. yeah. Imagine I've not met him yet, and they're, they're going to. My two lunatics are going to meet him. Um, but yeah, we want. I want them to see that before we go and see. Uh, have you seen Shazam yet? No. Oh mate. I want, uh, oh mate. It is it one it of the great. best. One of the best film, not one of the best superhero films, not one of the best DC fi- one of the best films I've seen in about five, five, six, seven, eight years. It is brilliant. I have not seen any of the DC films. They're rubbish. I saw the first, as most people, I saw the first half hour of Batman versus Superman and went, not enjoying this, haven't got a clue what's going on. Watched Wonder Woman, enjoyed Wonder Woman, but it was half an hour too too long. Watched the first 20 minutes of Justice League and went, nah, this is rubbish. But Shazam, man alive. Do you want some of this Coke? No. Shazam is funny, man. It is funny. It's good, good action. I loved it. Yeah, you were talking about the people that were in it uh, the other day, the other night, yeah. and it's the the guy who plays uh, the adult Shazam. Yeah, he's, he's an actor called Zachary Levy. Oh yeah. Now I used to watch uh, a comedy called Chuck, and he was brilliant. There you in go. That. There you go. He's great in this. Honestly, I, I didn't know any of the cast, and he was yeah, it's such a good film, man. Such a good film. Roger, thank you for that. Let us know how it goes at the cinema. 0344 499 We've got Becky the Witch. We've got Andre. We could have you on talk radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. Um... Have you got the beards are dirtier than dogs story? Yeah, let's yeah, get yeah. let's get to the ev the hard ev oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's get the hard ev. This is from the Guardian. Beards have a mixed reputation. Yeah. Men with beards are more attractive, said one study last year. Yet forty three percent of women would not sleep with a man with a beard, oh. according to another. Okay. Yet a report says men with beards carry more germs in their facial hair than dogs carry in their fur. There we go, guys. It's disgusting. We're talking the same dogs that eat discarded chicken bones off the pavement. Oh, dirty dog. Although, caution. Caution to the wind. Throw it. The sample size of the study in question was small, just 18 men. Okay. Against 30 canines of varying breeds. And other studies have found evidence to the contrary. Oh. Oh, I've just got something. Doctor Who's dog assistant. Mm-hmm. What was it called? K9. Yeah. K- you just got that. K9. 
K, the letter K, yeah. and the number nine. Mm-hmm. Yep. K nine. Yeah. C A N I N E. K nine. Yes. K. Have you really just? Yeah. No. That's inc- very clever. Very well played, Doctor Who. Very well played. K nine. Because it's a dog. It's a robot dog. K nine. Yes, master. I mean, it was very much the scrappy do of its day, but still, yes, master. Yeah, it didn't have a very doggy voice, did it? Yes, master. <laughs> yes, master. I tried to make a canine. I didn't try to make it. That's a lie. I designed a fully functional canine um, that would be controlled. <laughs> By lasers? No, I would have been eight at the time. I was maybe seven. Seven or eight. I was in Miss Tyrrell's class. And uh, so I designed, I got in terrible trouble for using the the nice paper to draw it on. But, ah, well, these are the things. Um, so you'd have to build a wooden shell and then you'd have two remote control cars underneath it to move it forward. And that's how you would do it. probably how the real one works. Yeah, it, could, 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 it would work. K9, that's incredible. Okay, carry on. This is great. I'm learning a lot here. Okay, so we're talking about 18 men uh, tested against 30 canines of various breeds. How many men? 18. Okay, well, you need like 2,000 to no, do a good study. We know, but surely you need 18 versus 18. What bits of the dogs were they testing? The the butts, the paws, the ears? It's in the hair. Okay. Um, other studies have found evidence to the contrary. The faces of bearded health workers, for example, tend to harbour fewer dangerous bacteria than clean faces uh, on other people. Nonetheless, this feels like a good time to ask beard experts for advice on keeping your bristles cleaner than a cockapoo. Oh... John, uh, so go on. No, I was going to say spaniels um, get cancer very easily. Well, a lot of dogs have varying kind of... Genetic um, deficiencies. Yeah, like uh, I know that boxers that we always had in our family, hips. Yeah, spaniels cancer. If you want to phone up and tell us your breed of dogs deficiency, 0344 499 We can create a handy list for anybody out there who's thinking of buying a dog and wants to know how long it will last. Healthiest kind of dog. Mongrel. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is, though. It's, uh, it, is, it certainly yeah. is. All right. We're learning a lot. Okay. We're learning a lot through this conversazione. All right, hairy men. Brace yourselves. You're about to be educated. You dirty, dirty people. I'm not hairy anymore. No beard, short hair, and I'm loving it. Okay. You should wash your beard hair like you wash the hair on your head, says Joth Davis, the founder of... Joth. 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 Yeah, Joth. T-H. Mm-hmm. Joth. Yeah, Joth. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Joth Davis. Joth. <laughs> Joth Davis. The founder of Savile's Barber thing. Oh, okay. He recommends washing and conditioning whenever you shower. Of course he does, because he, he makes the moolah. Mm. You could, he says, use the same products you use on your hair. if It's not, it's not going to hurt it, but specialised products are better, of course. I wouldn't use Vosine on my beard. I used to use Vosine, like, I love Vosine. when I was a the, student. The teardrop and, bottle. And my hair was silky smooth. Great. A great. Can you still get Vosine in the teardrop I'm bottle? I'm sure you... Can you, st- can you still get frozen? How come I've always got dandruff? Always got dandruff. Always. At the moment, I'm using tea gel because I've got a really itchy scalp. It's not nits, but I'm using tea gel. And if I don't use tea gel, my scalp itches. But I've always got dandruff. Always. Always. If I use tea gel, if I use head and shoulders, always got dandruff. I wonder whether it's your medication. Oh, what? I'm not rubbing the pills in my head. I'm taking them orally. Um, no. And uh, heating. Central what? heating does it as well. Well, I don't have the heating on. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot you live in the... Uh, oh, I might have left the heating on, actually. I need to turn it off. Come on, carry on. Anyway, so... Gonna, 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 I'm going to turn my heating off on my phone because I'm, uh, uh, I'm a very famous guy and that's that's one of the privileges we get. It's got this new system called Hive and it basically allows me to control the heating from my telephone. So I'm just going to turn the heating... Can you do it in your head? The heating... It was on. It was on. The heating is now off. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, actually. I'm just going to use... There's a camera. I've got a camera. So I'm just going to go and see if I can see the cats. Oh, let me have a look. Come and see the cats. You might have, I've not got. I've got it pointing up. Let's oh, let's yeah. hang on. Let's talk to them. Hang on. How do I talk to them? I don't think they're there. There we go. Hello, cats. Hello, cat. Can you hear us? And can you stand in front of the cameras? I've left it pointing up. Okay. Let's see. No. No. Okay. No. Okay. Cats they're just, they're oh, too, okay. They're too busy plotting their next killing spree. Okay. 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 Uh, right. So, blah 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 blah. Stevie Warrecker, the store manager at the Marleybone branch of Ruffians, a small chain of barbers, thinks washing and conditioning every other day or a few times a week is enough. It's like head hair, so it will dry out if you overcompensate. Of course it will. Of course it will. She says. She says. Stevie. Ruffians. Scrubs are also used to exfoliate the skin underneath facial hair, which can become dry. Beard dandruff Beard is dandruff very is much a thing. Disgusting. That's the that's even worse than head dandruff. It's more. There's only one dandruff worse than either of those two, and I'm not mentioning it now because I'm reformed. It's more of a problem, says Davis. The longer your beard, scrubs will help to get the loose skin and rejuvenate, says Warwicker. But again, oh. don't overdo it. Two to three times a week is fine. Okay. They agree that moisturising daily with a beard oil or balm is no. important. No, no, no. You put beard oil on, you look like a knob. Makes your beard is look it like all shiny. Soul glow. Yeah, you look all shiny. No, it's no good. No good. I've tried it. I experimented with that. Does brushing help? It depends what they've eaten, jokes Warwicker. Sorry? Oh, because the food will be stuck in the beard. Yeah. I, I, I was getting a lot of... My, towards the end of my beard career, um, I was my moustache was very, very long. And if, if I ate toast, I'd get... Yeah, I could, I could twirl it oh, out. No, I remember. I would get um, butter stuck in my in my moustache. And I'd just get, like, hair stuck in my mouth when I was, like, just, like, breathing and stuff. It's disgusting. Oh, get rid of your twit. beards. Get rid of your beards, guys. What are you doing? It's over. So apparently brushing will not help necessarily for hygiene purposes, but for styling purposes, defo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that all sounds like too much, pognophobes and owners of dirty beards can take solace from yet another study which found that certain beard bacteria could possibly de- be developed into antibiotics. <laughs> so you're growing penicillin in, in your, your beard? Yes, on your face. Jeez, oh, it's, it's disgusting. Get rid of it. I look better without a beard, don't I? I suit both. I'm a versatile guy, but I look better, I'm don't I? I'm glad you answered both questions. Thank you. Are you done? Should we play an advert for one of our colleagues and take some phone calls? Yeah. Talk radio. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. Okay, let's take some calls. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Becky the Witch. Good evening, Becky. Hey. Hello, you Becky. Right? You're very well, thank you, Becky. What can we do for you this fine, fine evening? I've uh, got an article um, that you might be interested. You know, oh, you were talking about how people should be, like, vegetarian now after, yes. like, petting cows and stuff. Yes, well, we had David Babcock phone up who said he fell in love with a cow yeah. and um, he touched it 
um, mm. and that he was never going to yeah. eat meat ever again. Maybe. And we saw the love, the love, actual love uh, of uh, Mummy and her daddy Robin as its uh, one baby had been murdered and its other baby was, was in the process of being murdered. Um, oh. There's a Robin massacre, baby Robin massacre it in my was garden. Very sad. It was and Ian's powerful. Response yes. was, I mean, was, was, Ian's response was typically Ian, and mine was typically me. And my response was was down to earth and factually correct. He said, "Right, well, that's that dead." Then I went, "It's not dead. It's still breathing. It's fine. It's not been hurt. No, it's not right, bleeding." Right. First, right. Okay. Oh God, you're so naive. Right. First of all, most animals in those instances don't die of the actual wounds; they die of, of shock. shock. Fine. Thank you. Secondly, it stunk of cat. Thirdly, I made the mistake of I didn't touch it, but I lifted the leaf that was over its head to see it was there. So the cat's stench is all over it. My stench is all over it. Those mum and dad, however much they love it, will not go anywhere near it. Fourthly, I think it was four, it can't fly. You got a bird on the ground that can't fly, mm. it will starve. Fifthly, it'll be eaten by a fox. Can't, Thanks very much. Can't fly very well. I think it can fly. Also, it can't fly at all. Yeah, it, it can fly. fly as well as me. It, it can fly a bit. No, I looked. I googled it. They sorry. can fly a bit. Oh right. Oh oh sorry. So what? From the day they're born, they can fly. That wasn't a bold no, newborn no, no, one. No 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 no. Just, it's just, quite a, it's quite a chunky the, one. Becky. Let's go through these questions. From the day it was born, it was yellow, right? So it was young. From the day it's born, yellow. Mate, it was yellow. That's what they look like. They're sort of mottled. Yeah, it was yellow. So you agree with me? It's yellow. No. So, well, it, what colour was it? It was like a sort of fawny colour with, right, which with is darker fa- brown oh, speckles. Oh, grow up. Fawn is kind of like a yellow. And you know that. Beige. Beige is yellow. Beige is oh, not yellow. come on. Beige is not yellow. Beige isn't yellow, is it, Becky? What, what? Beige is not yellow, is it? Beige Becky is more like is a cream. Becky off it's like most of our listeners creamy have. Creamy brown. It's a creamy brown, yeah. Yeah, well, well then, then it wasn't beige, Becky. It was yellow. Oh, flipping out. It was a dirty... It was a dirty... Please be quiet, Becky. It was... <laughs> oh, wow. Please! C- Kathy's winding me up. I don't want you winding me up either. It was a dirty yellow. I'll do a hex in a minute. Ooh, yeah, do you want a nib? <laughs> see if you can bring back the dead... Um, not the one that's in the bin, because that would be, be able to get out. terrifying, yeah. Go on, then. Well, go on, Becky. Let's, let's all calm down. Anyway, let's calm down. I think it'll yeah. survive. If it's given time, it might be able to shuffle oh, into the undergrowth. Right. All right, listen, sorry. You're not talking to a, a seven-year-old little girl now. You're talking to a man approaching 46. Oh, my seven-year-old hates birds. Yeah, OK, you're talking to a man approaching 46. I'm a man of the world. I know exactly, exactly what happens. That bird is dead. Uh, we always joke about my seven-year-old that she's like the reverse Snow White because when she was about three, we caught her in the garden. I say caught her. We heard a kerfuffle in the garden. Yeah. She was mm. shouting, Go! Go away! At the birds. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm really sorry to interrupt, Catherine, but we've got our good friend Becky the Witch on the phone. I'd love to hear what she has to say. <laughs> Go on. Because I get to hear what you yeah. say quite a lot of the time. I'd love to hear what yeah, Becky ha- the Witch has to say. No, oh. I don't. I don't, actually. Because right. well, it's all... This. I'm going list- to read Chat is Fate. Oh, I've got, got a new oh, copy. you got Chat is Fate. Mm-hmm. What's on the front? Okay. Dad's... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Dad's ghost told me I was dying before he saved me. Oh, we go. Lovely. Okay. The best psychic advice. A spell made my dream man love me. Get rich with water magic. Oh, water magic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. A demon held me prisoner, then it killed the ones I loved. Haunted house regret. Taken. Yeah, the one that, do you have the one about the woman who married a ghost? Oh, yeah, I've got all of them. They're in this in wow, the brilliant. Mystical Robins came to my rescue. Oh, oh, oh. oh it's mm. meant to be. My shape-shifting angel keeps me safe. Find out if you have one. Yeah. And let felines oh, tell your future. Sea lions. Felines. Sea lions. <laughs> that would be 
be such a better, <laughs> such a better article. That would be such Sea lions. <laughs> oh, you made me laugh, Becky. Right, go on. We're going to shut up now. What did you call in for? Sorry, you really made me laugh there. Thank you. Well. I was going to say, you know, all this talk about all oh, people should be vegetarian and vegan now. Well, yes. I, I'm vegan. Okay, well you're right. I don't, I don't care what people eat themselves as long as they're nice to other people and animals, obviously. Okay. But I don't care what people actually eat. But no. I do actually have this uh, article that was posted a few days ago yeah. that actually mortified me. Was it? Where was it posted on Breitbart? Vegan. Where was it posted? Breitbart. Breitbart News? No. no. EdinburghLive.co.uk. Oh, Edinburgh Live, yeah. <laughs> Those guys. Go on. What does it say? Guys, what does it say? Yeah. Apart, well, there's meat in this fancy new M&S water, and it's caused a vegan Twitter beef. Yeah, I've Hang seen on, that. There's what? Meat in what mm-hmm. water? It's, it's um, beef. It's got hydrolyzed beef collagen in yeah. it. Beef of it. Beefy water? Mm-hmm. Beefy water. It's like in fizzy water, like a fizzy flavoured water, isn't it? Oh, really? it's not, no, it's a fruit juice type oh, right. of thing. What? It's, it's like a smoothie. It's like oh, a smoothie so thing. have they put it in as like a solidifier it's or something? Yeah. So it's not beef flavour? No, it's, it's... Well, it does say on the front of the bottle because it's misleading, this article. Yeah. they only shown, like, the ingredients of the yeah. um, bottle, what's inside but apparently on the i've not seen it myself to be quite honest but apparently on the hey listen this is a phoning show it's it's best if the people talking about something haven't don't know anything about it that's what phoning radio shows are for go on exactly um so yeah i'm when i first saw this i was like disgusted not as a vegan just like even if i was a fan of drinks still i would be like (laughs) i don't want beef in my Fruit juice. Oh no! It's like fruit and gravy. Well, well, well. Hang on a minute. Now you put it like that. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> I've never had a bovril. I've never had a cup of bovril. You've never had a bovril. Never had a cup of bovril. But it's beef tea, isn't wow. it? Wow. Yeah, I've had like proper beef tea that they used to drink in the Crimea because that's where sort of bovril and all that stuff came from. So you, you went back yeah. in time, did you? No, I was. Um, I used to do <gasps> a very interesting. You were time lord, Kat. Yeah, totally. Totally. I used to do this um, programme that was about like history and heritage and this bloke came in from a place where they were uh, celebrating Florence Nightingale because oh, she yeah. was local, isn't she? Buckinghamshire or something. Okay. Hertfordshire. Um, anyway, so they Doesn't were saying... matter, she's long dead, no one cares. She's, she's gone. I care. Well, um, but she, yeah, they were she talk- owned an owl. Yeah. She had a pet owl. Do you know what else? Apart from being uh, you know, a wonderful nurse and yeah. a, a health reformer, yeah. she was a maths prodigy. Okay. If she'd have been a bloke, she would have been a mathematician. All right. What, do you know what I love? To, if we were playing Top Trumps now, and you drew Florence Nightingale, and you went, oh, oh, I've got a good one. But I have Mother Teresa. Who would win? Who would win? Holiness, Mother Teresa. Mm. Oh, she's hot. Oh, no, no, no. Don't. There's some stories about Mother Teresa, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, but she's ho- even if the stories, she's still holier than Florence Nightingale okay. by some considerable... What stories are there about Mother Yeah, Teresa? but Florence yeah. Nightingale's a woman of science. Woman of science. So, yeah. so, so, like, her holy rating's like zero. Yeah, but she's a woman of science. But her deeds... So she topped Trump's Mother Teresa. Did good, well, no, but they? you don't... Hang on a minute. Becky doesn't understand how top Trump's works. 
you don't. It's not just who is the who is the who is the mm. the most person of science. There's different. You have got five different categories, and Kath would have to pick a good category that she thinks would beat my card. Now, if she picked holiness, which she wouldn't, because because as we've established, Florence yeah. Nightingale will get zero. I get a hundred. Boom, I get it. All right, um, science. Uh, science would probably score. I don't know, maybe ninety-two, and then she would she would trump mm. Mother Teresa. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've got, I, I, to, now. I had to explain okay. the rules of top trumps to you. It's um, disappointing. Catherine, Catherine's <laughs> going to give us the dirt on Mother Teresa. She's dead, so we can't libel her. <laughs> now, hang on. I want to make sure I get it right. Carry on talking. I want nah, to she's dead. Who cares? Okay. Why Mother Teresa is still no saint to many of her critics, according to the Washington Post. Yeah. She cheated at video games. Um, she used pokes. Okay, in India, where Teresa carried out the majority of her work, her legacy was called into question when the head of the Hindu nationalist group, uh, Rashtriya Swamasyavak Sang, sparked outrage by criticising her intentions. It's good for it to work for a cause with selfless intentions, but Mother Teresa's work had an ulterior motive, which was to convert the person who was being served to Christianity. Oh, one of them. E- uh, in I, the name I, of service, uh, religious sorry, conversions were made. This was followed by other institutes. Sorry, too. you're in hospital. Would you? You got no visitors. Would, would you like me to sit sit with you? Yeah, that'd be very nice. Thanks. Well, uh, would you like to join me in a prayer? Oh, Jesus! Controversy surrounding Mother Teresa. He died. Controversy, actually. Controversy, actually. It's controversy. Well, it's not a controversial word. It's controversy. No. Died in 1997 is far from new. Her saintly reputation was gained for adding Kolkata's poorest of the poor, for aiding poor, the poorest of the poor. Yet it was undercut by persistent allegations of misuse of funds, poor medical treatments, and religious evangelism. 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 <laughs> That's terrible. That's outrageous. In the institution she founded. Evangelism. Yeah. Wow. But is that surprising? Well, That's just that was just the way things went. The worst drink I ever had was in... We're on a holy tip here, Becky, which must make you squirm. What's the, that? The worst, the worst drink I ever had was in Jerusalem. Right. Um, and it was a local cup of coffee made by a guy who ran a shop. It was like drinking dirt. It was like drinking hot, disgusting dirt. And here's the thing... I don't like, I don't like coffee anyway. Well, but this is like actual dirt, right? And here's Ooh. the thing. It was so disgusting, I had to drink it quickly... To finish yeah. it, I, I couldn't keep. So I drank it quickly, and the guy went, "Oh, you like this coffee? I pour you another cup." And he poured me another cup. I was thinking, "Oh no, oh, no. no, outrageous!" You did the British thing. Yeah, I did the British thing polite. of drinking two cups of Israeli coffee. It was disgusting. <laughs> you were too anyway, go on. Tell us. Cause this, this, I, I, no idea what we're wittering on about. So tell us about this beefy Marks and Spencer's fruit juice. Well, the story that upset you. Well, it. it it's not upset me as a vegan. It's just upset me as well. A human. Suppose. It's like why? Why is this beef collagen? What's it doing in juice? Well, the ho- our whole, you know, our whole to be in the juice. Our whole food system is is screwed up, man. Our whole food, you it know, the, the whole food thing is put, yeah. put you know, put in put gelatin in things, putting gelatin in things. The whole thing it's is sc- collagen is basically it. Yeah, yeah. This is solidified. Everything is is messed up. The fact that you can buy. You know, like something that's strawberry flavoured, and it hasn't been a hundred miles near a strawberry. Yeah. Everything's exactly. made in factories. That, that's an interesting thing. It's like strawberries are like the nicest fruit in in the world, but you get like strawberry flavoured milkshake, and it's gross. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's, it's not got strawberries in it. No, I've never seen a strawberry. It's in Never it, seen. A strawberry. That's going to be the title of my autobiography, which is coming out very, very soon. Becky the Witch, thank you very much for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Can I ask the helpful people on Twitter to stop explaining Florence Nightingale and Mother Teresa to me? Was uh, 
We know. You can, you can, uh, what, they're dead? No, I'm just saying, they're controversial figures. Yeah, yeah, that's kind well, of Well, there's nothing controversial say. about owning an owl. Well. No. Yeah. No, there's not. There's nothing controversial about uh, Annie Nightingale. I think she's a great DJ. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> Whispering lunar incantations for cross-parents. Um, cross-dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross-rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Uh, 03444991000. Now, uh, one of the stories I found earlier was one, a story about a gentleman um, who wanted to cut his penis off. But And I hadn't read the story properly, but this ties in with something we were talking about last week. Yeah, because we spoke about this guy who, uh, in the Costa del Sol, had been found with his um, willy in his hand and not connected to yeah. his body. Uh, but yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. not that old, that's yeah. not that unusual in the Costa del Sol. Um, and then there was this story about Zaragoza, which caught my eye because I used to live there, right? And it's not, it's quite a small town. Right. Well, it's a, it's quite a small town comparatively, but... Um, by the way, see, we've got some phone calls. Robert, Andre and Simon, I will come to you in a bit, I promise. Wow. So, here's the thing in the Metro. A British man... So, we spoke about it, this guy who, who'd been found wandering well, about... two men found with their penises cut off? Well, this was the second guy, but he wasn't in the Costa del Sol, he was in Zaragoza. OK, right, right. And this is the new theory on it. They thought it was, like, drugs or black magic or some or sex, sex game gone right or wrong, depending on which side of the blade you were. Well, here it is. A British man allegedly pay, paid his flatmate 200 euros, which is £170. It's a lot of money. To cut his penis off and promised him more if footage of the amputation went viral. The 33-year-old English teacher was seen bleeding heavily in the northern teacher. Spanish wow. city of Zaragoza last month, sparking a bizarre police investigation. His mutilated penis was discovered... Great name for a thrash metal band, guys. I mean, look at the picture they've used to oh. illustrate this. No, it's just a, oh, it's a someone chopping a cucumber. <laughs> his mutilated <laughs> penis was discovered in a bag at his home after officers reportedly followed a trail of blood to his flat. Oh, oh dear. my god! According to local reports, an operation to reattach the man's penis had been successful. Great news. Except they put it on back to front. Frank and Willie. <laughs> Got a bolt through it. When you want it to go up, you can screw the bolt tighter. When you want it to go up, <laughs> you have to it. It's alive! It's alive! <laughs> you have to wait for a storm. Take that. Take that. Oh, it's all fun and games, isn't it? Poor bloke. Poor bloke. <laughs> his flatmate was detained by police, but the expat reportedly did not want to press charges and waived his right to compensation before flying back to Britain. It emerged this week that he offered the Spaniard money to carry out the stunt. The unnamed Brit planned to film the amputation and share it online and would pay his flatmate more money if it provo- proved to be a hit online, the local paper Heraldo de Aragon reports. It's believed he promised him between €2,500 and 5000 thousand euros which is four thousand three hundred and twenty five quid a lot of money depending on the number of hits the footage is said to have been in one didn't he oh flipping heck if you do if you're doing more if you're chopping you're in trouble you want to clean Uh, you've got to have a sharp knife if you're chopping a penis off. You know when they used to um, chop people's heads off in the very olden days? Yeah. If you were... Um, Sometimes the head would turn around and wink at the body. No, they used to have to have a right old hack at it a lot of the time. Mm. So that's, oh, well, this that's is why the, mm. people like Anne Boleyn uh, would pay to have a swordsman 
because it would be more precise. Well, this is, I mean, yeah, I'll bring it up to date with what we've seen in various parts of the world. Oh, God, yeah, let's not go there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's, not, it's not as a clean... No. You know, as, as we as that's why the guillotine was such an invention. You see, yeah. it's supposed to be clean. I don't think that was great either. No. The pair reportedly drank four bottles of wine. A romantic evening. Four bottles, what two each? Well, good maths. Well done. Yeah, two each. That's how it works out. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Good two, maths. Four bottles. Two four, maths. Four, four straws. Bottles, two people. <laughs> two each. Two each. That's how it works. You don't want the chopper to drink too much. You want the choppy to drink. The choppy, and also I would save a little bit of of the wine to pour over the stump. The pair reportedly drank four bottles of wine and took Valium to muster up the courage before going through the amputation. He's valleyed up. It's a really bad idea. Police initially said the expat had harmed himself and were not looking for anyone else in connection with the incident, but the case took a dramatic twist with the arrest of his flatmate on... I'd say the dramatic twist was already... He was the flatmate! The guy that had his willy chopped off, he was flat, mate. You get it? Oh, yeah. Thank you. The case took a dramatic twist. I I would suggest that it was already quite dramatic. Yeah. With the arrest of his flatmate on March 14th, after a local paper claimed he'd used a social networking app to search for someone to film him amputating his penis. What social networking app would you use for that grinder? No. Timber. He's expected to be formally charged following an ongoing probe, despite his alleged victim refusing probe anymore. to press charges. Okay. My goodness That's me. That's outrageous, isn't it? I mean, what a night. What a night. Well, the, our night's about to get a whole lot worse. Let's go to Andre. Good evening, Andre. <coughs> Hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Yep. Hi, Kath. She, she said yes. Uh, how you doing? You had a good day, Kath, and Ian? Y- yeah, it was fine. In that older? Kath, you had a good day? Yep. Oh, I mean... But how many words do you get to the gallon? Oh, Ian, I've got a couple of big issues. Do you want to buy one each? No, sorry. I was just saying, um, you know, you're talking about beards. Yeah? Yes. Beards. Yes. Was, was you growing a beard or acting the goat? <laughs> oh, another thing. Huh? This is why well, I don't talk to him. He's got his thing. When the beard gets a nice length, yeah, you can eat something. Save the rest of the time, I'll say, can't you, yeah? I've literally no idea what you're saying. Andre, you know, well, you, were listen- you were listening earlier and thinking, oh, I'm going to do a five-minute stand-up on this, <laughs> type five. <laughs> did you no, hear the bit you... where he said he hasn't got a beard anymore? No, but I mean, when he did have, I'm talking about. Right, okay. matter, was, he, it? was he growing a beard or acting the goat? I was growing a beard. Right, OK. But did you <laughs> fold it in and eat something after you've had something for later? No. Oh, no, no. Why not? No. Because that's disgusting. That's what you do. That's oh, dis- oh, Ian, yeah. one more thing. Can you yeah. turn your radio down? Thank you very much for your call, Andre. It really, it really did fill 45 seconds of time. Let's go to uh, Robert. Good evening, Robert. I, uh, I think I've got the answer to the quiz. OK, go on. What's your answer? Uh, for number one, I've got Cambodia. Yep. For number two, Walnuts. Mm-hmm. And number three, the member of the Black Eyed Peas. I'm going to go Taboo. Now, I don't know if I've won the card sticker, but I've had a lovely day. I'm so sorry. It was Apple D. It was Apple D. I'm sorry, Robert, but do do try again. What did he say? Let's go. Is this real? I don't know. I think I'm still having my breakdown from a week ago. I think I might have joined you. This is it. I'm delirious and delusional. Good evening, Simon. Hello. Hello, Simon. What you got for us? Um... 
phoning up regarding your references earlier on to superheroes. Hang on, hang on a second, Simon. Can Cash, we just catch that just vibe? Grab that vibe before it escapes. I'm back here. Get that vibe. No, too late. It's gone. We'll, we'll, we'll chase it after. The, we'll chase it during the news. Yes, Simon. Oh, you're so horrible to me. I know. Terribly. Is it a five-minute frate, by the way, tonight? Oh, what? None of your business. We're never going to announce no, it. No, we don't. We just do it. We just, no. It just happens. You've got, to be, you've got to be listening. I am listening. I'm always listening. Well, okay, well, fine. Then you'll, you'll, then you'll know when it's happening. Okay. Oh, and I'll be ringing. Okay. So, um, superhero films, right? Yes. I watched Glass the other day. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. Have you watched the previous you... two films? Yes, I have. Yeah, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Glass. I thought it was a great little ending. I thought the first film was great. The, second, yeah. the first one was one of my favourite films. Second film I thought was okay, and Glass I thought was a nice way of rounding it off. Great set pieces. Yes. <laughs> Two thumbs up. That's interesting because I watched Glass to the end. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know what I missed, but it was such an anticlimax that I thought. I've missed something here. Nope. So I had to go I come to IMDB and um, read up about it. Yeah. And obviously it was all about him. Could be spoilers, by um, the way, guys, so just be careful. But go on, you go on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously it was all about um, him making things known, yeah? I just thought it was just... I like the rest of the film. I just thought I the think it was too was clever for you, Simon. It's too clever for you. That's what it is. It's That's too clever. It is. It's too clever. <laughs> and um, Florence Nightingale. Yeah. Is from down my way. She's buried just down the road from me. Oh, go and pay our respects for us, won't you? Um, yeah. Well, when I see her next, yeah. Nice one. Thank you, Simon. I appreciate that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, uh, lots to talk about. I want to talk about a woman who's um, every time her neighbour flushes the toilet, poo goes into her house. Oh. Uh, a man. I didn't quite read the story, but a man is suing his parents because they destroyed his porn yeah, stash. Yeah, it was have you worth got that thousands, story? wasn't it? Right. We'll have a bit of that. Um, oh, people selling the Notre Dame embers on eBay. I'd be up for a little bit of that. Um, Did you see that they found the weathercock? On that bombshell, let's take the news. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
It's a shame about him, isn't it? It's a shame. It's a, it's a shame. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. The late night alternative, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle. Don't forget, if you want to come and see us live, I thoroughly recommend you go to ianlee.com slash event. We have tickets for Manchester, tickets for Belfast, London, Shaftesbury, and uh, I think that's it for the moment. I'm waiting for the link for Bath. Um, Glasgow sold out. And then that's it. That's all the live shows we've got. Dans la Um, you So go and have a look there. And also you can buy that wide range of Late Night Loser and Rabbit Hole T-shirts at ianlee.com. Go and have a look around. Go and see what you like. Go and peruse. It's all great stuff, guys. It's great stuff. Um, it's midnight. It's Wednesday night going into Thursday morning. Um, I just always feel midnight is a bit of a spooky, a little bit of a spooky uh, time. So I don't know if anyone's got any... I don't know why I'm saying this, because I haven't planned this, but I just feel I just feel like I'm compelled to say this, so I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, I call it automatic talking, don't they? No, automatic writing is when you write. So I'm just, I just feel like something is compelling me to say this. I'm channeling, I'm channeling, I'm channeling. Something is compelling me to say this, which means we are going to get a call on this. We are going to get a call on this. Someone out there listening to this has something spooky. I'm going to leave it as vague as that. Someone, you listening to this right now, you have something spooky you want to share with myself and Catherine. 0344 499 I'm getting... Um, I'm, I'm getting four words. You will be believed. You will be believed. That's all I've got. That's all I've got. I've it, got four more words. Yeah. Not necessarily by me. Okay. You actually had to... Here's the thing. She had to... She's not as clever as she thinks. She counted those words and mouthed them. Counted them on her fingers and mouthed them yeah. before saying that. I did the sums in my head. I was given the sums. It's called precision. It's, it's, called, it's, called, what, it's called being uh, dumb, actually. Let's talk about what you had to work out earlier on when we were watching uh, Come uh, Dine. There was a woman there with an animal print top on. And... Uh, it was a leopard. Yeah. I can't tell the difference between... Uh, leopards and tigers. So what I have to do is when I see something that is one of them, in my head I go, a leopard never changes its spots. It's a leopard. <laughs> That's how... Um... So he went, That's something like... <laughs> she, she's. What did you say? She caught and killed that leopard. <laughs> yeah, so it's exactly what I said. Oh, you can have some of that coke. I'm some... Hang on, I'm going to take this. Here comes a call. Yes, Line One, you're live on talk radio. You will be believed. Okay, well, I believe I believe her. I believe her. Um, I just I just feel so, someone listening to this in, 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 in sat on a bed. I'm going to say in a bed sit, but it could be a house. Someone listening to this has something spooky that has happened to them in the past week or few weeks that they want to share. And if that is you, pick up your phone. 
You will be believed. You will be believed. 0344 499 You will be believed. Um, Catherine, let's talk about Pornstash. An Indiana man is suing his Indiana wants me. Lord, I can't go back. Oh, you we both go, went for the harmony. You always go for the harmony. Because I've got a higher voice. No, I've got a more powerful voice. Right, ready? You, no, because you'll do the harmony I again. Won't, I won't. You will. You will. You do this every single time. You can't sing a melody when I'm singing a pitch perfect but harmony. But I would expect that you'd leave me to do that. No, I, I always go for the harmony. I know. Show up. Go. Indiana wants me. Lord, I can't go back there. Oh, dear. Yes, because you went down. Oh, you went down terrible. a semitone. Terrible. Outrageous. She went down on a semi, and that is terrible behaviour. So let's have this story. Who sang that song? Uh, I wish I had you. To... Um, was it... Uh... I think it's One Hit Wonders. Yeah, Steve or something. Steve, yeah. Steve McDonald. Okay, go on. Let's hear the story about uh, Indiana. Indiana Indiana man wants something, and you're going to find out what? One in the eye. You're listening to Catherine Google. (laughs) Hi, I'm Catherine Google. Ardine Taylor. Ah, no, Ardine Taylor was was not actually a one-hit wonder. He also did one of the great Northern Soul classics. Which wouldn't have been a hit then, but carry on. There's a ghost in my house. Did that, didn't he? Uh... Yeah, he did, actually. Oh, you're listening to Catherine Google. It's a new feature we do after midnight when we haven't got any calls. Catherine Googles. He did do Ghost in My House. Thank you, Catherine. And got to see Jane. Okay, so they weren't hit. So we only had one hit. Also, not an American. Also, not a black guy. Also, not bothered. Aren't you? No. I'm not not, um, xenophobic or racist. No, no, it's just that, you know, he's... Doesn't sound black. Northern soul. Doesn't sound black. Doesn't sound American. What does he sound then? Musical. Let's have the story. Songwriter... And record producer for Motown Please during the 60s it. and 70s. Please stop. He's, he was the first white guy to be hired by Motown. Oh, I got the facts coming out of my mouth, and they're good ones, really good An Indiana ones. man is suing his the parents. The first white guy to be hired by Motown. Who was the first white British artist to be signed by Motown? It was Adam Ant. Incorrect. Kiki D. Incorrect. It was Adam Ant. Who was the only white British artist to perform at the Motown 25th anniversary? Adam Ant wasn't Motown, was he? Who was the only white British... Don't Google it. Don't know. Who I'm was looking the... at Kiki Don't D. Google it. I'm looking at Kiki D. Who was the only white British artist to perform at the Motown 25th anniversary? When was it? It's 80s. Mm. Well, it was Adam Ant. Why? Because they loved him over there. Why, though? He was huge. Have you not read the Adam Ant autobiography? No. Oh, I'll dig it out so if I've still got it. It's a good read. It's a good old read, that. It's a good old read. Um, it will come. Nicole's called in. I think Nicole's got a spook. Nicole, has something spooky happened to you? Yeah, actually, I have. <laughs> yeah, here we go. I knew it. I knew it. I just felt, I just felt compelled. Go on, tell oh, us what I'm happened. Lying, I'm, I'm lying in bed, and obviously I'm listening to the show. Obviously. I just wanted to say that... I'm getting a massive crush on you. Oh, dear God, well... <laughs> I think you're cool. Are yeah, you talking to me or Catherine, by the way? You, you, you. Well, I would, I would suggest you listen to some of last week's shows. That ain't going nowhere. But that's very kind of you. I'm a cool guy. I'm a very cool guy. Catherine size, but, but I'm a very cool guy. Um, but, yes. Well, but, but, but has anything spooky actually happened, Nicole? Or you just, you just, you know... Well, that's kind of spooky. But... Okay. Amazing. But that's all I wanted to say. Okay, well, Nicole, <laughs> thank you very much. Where about, now, you're in Scotland. Whereabouts in Scotland? Where, 
you're from Paisley. Scotland. You're from Paisley. Yeah. Paisley yeah. Park, of course, the home of Prince. Prince yeah. came from in Scotland originally. Muck Prince. Muck Prince was his, uh, was his birth name. He dropped the muck to make it big in show business. Um, will you be coming to any of our shows in Glasgow? I might catch you up there, yep. Okay, well, that's, that's, uh, that's great. Thank you, Nicole. That's great. There you go, you see? Uh, thank you, Nicole. No accounting uh, for taste, is Oh, it? come on, it's a great show, it's a great show. But uh, regular listeners will know. Uh-uh. Yes, Catherine? An Indiana man is suing his parents for getting rid of his vast pornography collection, which he estimates is worth $29,000. All oh, right, it's his estimation. Well, it does sound like he's splashed out a lot on this. Oh, God. The 40-year-old man last week filed a lawsuit in a federal court in Michigan where he moved in with his parents in 2016 following a divorce. He divorced his parents? He says that when he moved out... Oh, his, he divorced him. I wonder why she divorced him. Maybe it's because there was no more room for her because of his vast array of pornography. OK, OK. He says that when he moved out ten months later, they delivered his things to his new home <laughs> in Muncie, Indiana, but his 12 boxes of pornographic films and magazines were missing. His parents admit they dumped the porn, which included titles... Mm-hmm. Such as <laughs> Frisky Business. Frisky Business. And Big Bad Grannies. Oh, oh. Imagine your mum finding that. Oh, oh. <laughs> and you're 40. The man filed a complaint with police, but the Ottawa County prosecutor declined to press charges. The lawsuit includes an email excerpt from the man's father who told his son. I did you a big favour by getting rid of all this stuff. The man is seeking triple financial damages of roughly $87,000. Well, it sounds like an addiction, doesn't it? It sounds... Um, I mean, to the point where he doesn't mind how, making so how public. Many, does it say how many like videos and magazines Tw- and it stuff? It says 12 boxes. Wow, that's some stash. That's it. Those are incredible... That's a bit of the stats. Scenes. I mean... Wow, and also, well, frisky business. Uh, I can see why you would form an attachment to the physical because now porn is just everywhere. It's on your phone. You don't need to have the concept of a stash. Yeah, um, is it's very not like a stash when it's twelve boxes. That's you're living around it. That's like um, a horny Mister Trebus, isn't it? <laughs> Mr. Spunkers tunnel through the room yeah. to his bed. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and, and break the crust to get oh into the sheets. Oh my god! Oh my god! On that bombshell, I think we'll take a break. <laughs> Moonlit musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It felt very satisfying. I did. I tidied up my desk yesterday. Move those twelve boxes. <laughs> I tidied up my desk because my desk is is the computer on is is cluttered and it's it's distracting and it's hard to it's hard to do anything really. So, so as part of trying to sort my life out, I sort of cleared the desk up a bit, and uh, I, I I installed the VHS which I've had since. It's my second year at university. I've had this VHS for 26 years. Wow, I've lost the remote control, which is a shame, but it's great. It's auto-tracking. And um, uh, uh, and I was trying to say, I was trying to convert this, this video to a digital format today. And it didn't, it, 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 it didn't work in the end. It didn't take. But, boy, oh, boy, the, 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 the feel of sliding in a video... And the sound of the the motors running and warming up, and then the picture, you know, the flickery picture 
popping up on screen. It was great. Is it like a post box one or a top loader? It's a post box. Uh-huh. It's a post box. And uh, no, I've not. Not. It's not that old. Top loaders are. My top loader uh, lasted forever. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're built like tanks. Those yeah. things. I mean, this is they quite were expensive, a though, one. weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is quite a flimsy one, but it's. Um, but I've been through about two or three other video recorders. While this was like this, became the one that went up in the bedroom and and stuff. Excuse me. Uh, but none of the posh ones survived. But this one is. This one's always been there for me, man. Watch some great films on there. Watch my pirate copy of Pulp Fiction on there. Watched Head on there at one and a half times when I was tripping. This this video has been has seen some adventures. This video was was my was the video I used when in the dark days. So this has seen some adventures. But the, just the satisfaction of opening, you know, one of those plastic video boxes, not ones that looks like um, an encyclopedia. Remember those? You're, you're like, yeah. You're, you're, you're uncle. You're disguising yourself as an intellectual. Oh, no, horrible. One of those plastic things, you open it, you take the tape out, and, it's, and it's, it's, it's a chunky thing. Very light VHS tapes, very light, but chunky. And it's got, this is an old bootleg video concert, which I've never watched before. And it's got writing on there. Davey, Mickey and Peter live, uh, Mississippi, 1987. Um, had to stop because the security kept coming, plus <laughs> extra bits. I've got no idea got what the, the extra bits pulled are. out. Uh, the tab isn't pulled out on this one, actually. And then sliding it in and the machine takes it and puts it in. And and then, oh, it was so satisfying. So satisfying. Absolutely loved it. 0344-499-1000. Dave, have you got something spooky for us? No. Oh. I'll tell you what, it is, I'll tell you what it is a bit spooky, though. I've just I've, I've listened to you talking about videos just now. It's not why I rang in, but yeah. this made me realise how much I've turned into my dad. Go on. It used to be, well, it used to be the case when I mean, when you were a kid. It was my dad who used to ask me to programme the video because he couldn't work it out. Yeah, go on. And now I'm asking my kids how to use my phone. Yeah, yeah it, it, mate, isn't that, isn't that funny? The cycle of things. Is that is that brain cells dying? Is that not us being attached? Because I could set the video. I could set the time. And I don't know how. Never read the instructions. I worked it no. out. Yeah. I could set the video timer when I was eight, so, yeah, I nine. Was, I was the kid that did that as well. But did you remember when videos changed and there, became, there was this time code you could put in? Oh, it was in the the papers. You yes. type in the thing and then zap it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was ridiculous. I think that they they only stopped that like three years ago. The oh, time really? Code. Yeah, it was still in a while ago. But um, but you're right. I Dave now I I find myself looking at my phone, pulling it away from me slightly, and I now jab it with one finger <laughs> at a time because I haven't got a flipping clue what I'm doing. And I, yeah. I, honestly, I, and I, I found myself saying this the other day, my kids play games on my phone, right, that I don't understand. And they, I said, I can I have my phone back? I just want to check something. And they gave me the phone back, and I'm looking at this game, and I'm touching the screen. I said, right, right, lads, can you get me out of this game? Because I can't work yeah. out how to do it. And then, of course they did it. I couldn't do it. We've turned into our parents, Dave. I know. We have. <laughs> but what I was ringing up yeah, for go on. was... Um, Shazam, the movie. What, what a film! No spoilers, no spoilers. But no, no, br- no brother, no what a what a movie! Isn't it funny? It's brilliant. Do you know what? It just brought me right back to being a kid and watching the Superman films with Christopher Reeve at the cinema. It's a proper superhero. Here's movie. the thing: DC have forgotten with their very, very dour and grey superhero movies, right? Yeah. The Superman films, Superman one and two, are hilarious. Yeah, exactly. They're, They're hilarious. Really yeah, they are. They're brilliant, and that's what I loved about this. I mean, I, I mean, I saw the trailer for it months ago, and I was preparing to be disappointed when it yeah. came out. But I really like Zachary Levi, who plays 
Shazam. He's in a great program called Chuck. You're the second you person to mention that. I've never heard of this, but someone else mentioned oh, that earlier. Man. Yeah, you should watch that with your boys. My boys love it. I mean, it's, you're also probably about the right age to watch it. It's really funny. Right. It's about it's about a guy. He he works in um, basically the equivalent of a PC world. Yeah. And he accidentally gets um, the sort of CIA supercomputer downloaded into his brain. Oh, that's right. And he's the only one that's—he's the only one that's got it. Um, so, because the bad guys want him, and the, the CIA have to protect him because they need the information out of it. And yeah. He's just this nerd caught up in the middle of it all, and he kind of turns into a spy and things like that. And you kids would love it. It's oh, really I might funny. check that out this weekend with them. Then that oh. sounds brilliant. It's great. It's really. But come on, and this is not a spoiler, guys. This is towards the end of the movie, but it's not a spoiler. But Dave, Father Christmas, effing away. How fun! We were in hysterics at that. Well, well, do you know? At the beginning of the movie, you get that warning. You know, there's the the PG, the rating, and it says may contain bleeped out. Well, you know, contains bleeped out swear words, and I was like, I don't want to be sitting here having swear words bleeped out at me. But, uh, you know, at the end, yeah, brilliant. I, I just loved it. I thought it was really warm, funny. Yeah. And it had heart. Yeah. And it was, you know, there was a, it was the superhero stuff was done brilliantly. The comedy yeah. was done brilliantly. It was a little bit schmaltzy, but not too schmaltz. Everything was yeah. just beautifully measured out. It, it just, everything worked. And it's just, it's just a great antidote to all these bloody Avengers, Infinity Wars, where they all take themselves so seriously. I, can't be bothered with them anymore. Oh, I've got know? to be honest. I do, I do quite like the Avengers movies. I, 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 I got, but the, you're right. They, they are they are you know quite pompous and overblown. They're too long. Um, but yeah. I, I I quite like them. But this this was the best film I've seen in a long long time. And at the end of it, I was thinking, oh, I could I could sit through that again immediately. Yeah, yeah me too. Me too. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was great. My boys loved it as well. So I'd recommend it to everyone. It's just fabulous. Nice one, Dave. Thank you, mate. Well, so, right, oh, mate. Uh, no, I was going to give a spoiler there, so I'm going to keep quiet. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us uh, a call. Um, it was such a good film. Just just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And we, we were all in hysterics. The three of us were in hysterics laughing at this. And there were bits where it was a little bit scary for a seven-year-old. So the seven-year-old came and sat on my lap and, and I said to the nine-year-old, are you scared? He went, no. Well, actually, I am a little bit scared, but I'm quite enjoying it. So I put my hand on his knee just so he knew what I was doing. Because there's a bit where it's a bit dark and they go to like a mysterious cave and there's demons and stuff like that. Um, so, but just the right amount of scared, just the right. It was, it was great. I, I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Darren. Good evening, Darren. Hello. Hello, Darren. Turn your radio. Turn your radio off, Darren. Turn it off. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Cool, All cool. Right. Hold on. S- see how long this lasts. Uh, yeah, I am. Hello, Darren. Yeah, I've got a pain in my knee. I was wondering if you could help me. Yeah, of course I can. Yeah, sure. So t- t- tell us, tell us w- when it started. Well, every time I take my foot off my dog's head. Well, don't take your foot off your dog's head. Then would be my advice to my kids if they said th- th- something like that. But I don't. I mean, I know we're build. I know we're building up to a punchline. That wasn't the punchline, was it, Darren? No, I'm just asking for okay, serious okay. advice. Okay, so that wasn't the punchline. Well, should, do you want to just skip 
straight to the punchline, or do you want to do a little bit more um, badinage? How, how do you want to do this? This is your routine. This is your material. Um, I've got a lot of respect for callers that ring in with material. So you tell me how to, how you want to do this, Darren, and we'll 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 work it around you, buddy. Right. Well, what do I do? Do I keep taking my my foot off my dog's head, or yeah, okay. or do I leave it on there? Okay. So okay. Well, it, 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 I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna make a suggestion. I've worked with Go two on. of the the best comedians in the world. So I, I, I'm not a funny guy, but I know a little bit. I've learned a little Neither bit. Neither am I. And we noticed. Um, just jump, just skip to the end now, Darren. Let's see what, how this ends. The suspense is killing us. What's the, what's well, the punchline? What's the funny well, line? I'm asking you for your advice. Okay, but what's the funny line that you've got for us? Or your you, advice? Well, well that, that, that's, my, that's my line. What's your, what's your, what's the funny bit of this tedious, slightly embarrassing phone call, Darren? Right. Every time I take, Okay, thank you. There's, there's a team. Of, there's a team of writers there. It's like more people working on that phone call than they have writing Saturday Night Live, and they still couldn't get it to be funny. I think that's the other thing that happens when you have four bottles of wine and some Valium. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him near the sharp or the blunt knives, guys. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On Talk Radio. I forgot we've got Chat is Fate. Chat, it's Fate. Chat, it's Fate. So we'll, we'll go to that. The June got... issue. I mean, that's spooky, isn't wow. it? Wow, guys know the June. future. We've got a couple of calls to do. We've still got half an hour, dear listener, if you want to call in before Paul Ross at one o'clock. 03 44 499 Nice vibe tonight. Nice relaxed uh, vibe tonight. I'm up at like 6.30. So I'll get home about half two. And I'll be up about... I'll watch a bit of Limmy trucking. And uh, then I'll, so there'll be three. Then I'll get up about 6.30 with the boys. Ay, 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 busy day. But, but, but... Um, oh, hopefully his, um, his Nintendo Switch vr thing has come which he can build it's one of like the labo things so the oldest was going to build that that would kill a couple of hours then there's uh in windsor there's like a little thing you go and get like a form from the information the tourist information and you've got to go around and spot little chicks or rabbits i think hidden around windsor and you write down their names and you go to a chocolate shop and they give you some free chocolate for doing it. so we'll do that i'll get a bit of lunch out there go to a park and we'll go by and play Fortnite. I've not got a problem with it. Beautiful. I've not got a problem with it. Here's the thing. And also, if, if they've spent all day playing Fortnite during these holidays, as long as it's not every day, I've not got a problem with it. My eldest was playing Fortnite for a fair while today. She, she invited me to play. I know, I know but it was because I'm on my computer, I'm, I'm always logged into the Fortnite thing because I don't know how to. It's set yeah. to like automatically every time I turn it on, it logs me in. But I don't know how to play Fortnite on the computer, so I can't. No, I said that to her. She said, Oh, he's there. I said, Yeah, but he uses his computer to do all the things. Yeah. Plus, I've got, like, three... Steady. I don't do that anymore. Steady, I've got, th- like, three different Ian Lee logins as right. well. Because w- the, when the boys come, we have one on the computer, one on the PlayStation, and one on the Switch. Yeah. But you've got different logins. Exactly. So I said uh, not to worry about it. She didn't feel too rejected. I mean, Good. she only cried a little bit. OK, little. well, was, was it the oldest or the youngest? The eldest. Ah, I'm fine with that. Let's go. <laughs> She's the nice one. Let's go. You know what we need to do? Little and's doing the meditation. You kind of need to do, work out whatever the opposite is of a meditation. You need to get that from from Biggin. Yeah, but the thing is, the Biggin is the calm one. Okay, well, normally, yeah. Well, then you need to you need to <laughs> shake it up. She needs to do a 
an anxiety-inducing, <laughs> you know, nightmarish kind oh, of God. thing. They were both filming each other today. I said, go and play out. I put them in the back garden. Yeah. Locked them out. No, I didn't lock them out. But they were playing in the back garden and uh, they got cameras for Christmas. Oh. And uh, the little one was filming the big one. Yeah. And I thought, I wonder what they're doing. YouTube tutorial on something. Oh, They're obsessed. Yeah. obsessed. They don't actually have a YouTube channel, we should say, no, dear listener. they were but... just filming an imaginary one. This is like their alternative. When I was their age, me and my sister were pretending to do radio shows. Well, this is it. When we were kids, we either pretended to be pop star, rock yeah. stars, or I did radio shows or TV shows, mm -hmm. right? Can you imagine if we'd have had a camera? Yeah, yeah. It'd have been TV shows. Oh, yeah. But, but this is what they... This is it now. My boys... My boys don't watch channels one to five they, they wouldn't know how to access them on the television they don't really watch live television no they, they really. watch netflix and they watch youtube when they come to mine um we watch man versus food we do like a man versus food marathon because it's on from like four till eight or something and don't they get frustrated when you can't fast forward through the adverts uh, going, you know, it's on now it's yeah they're all they're, they've they've come to terms with that now they get it but but that's the only really live... Te and that's on channel, like, 63. I don't even know what channel it's on. Um, and that's the only live TV they watch. Everything else is 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 Netflix, and right now it's YouTube. There's yeah. a lot of, of YouTube is the is the thing. They love it. And that's fine. And, and being a YouTuber is as achievable to them as being a TV presenter or pop star was to me as a kid. And, oh, look, actually, I did one of those things, you know. So it's it's possible you need a bit of luck and a bit of talent and a bit more luck. Not even, right? You can be a YouTuber. Yeah. Anyone can A successful it. YouTuber. But, yeah, successful, one that makes successful. money and does it exclusively yeah, yeah, something yeah. else. Successful. They want, they want the 14 million uh, followers. Right, we've got a couple of calls. Let's go to Cindy. Good evening, Cindy. Hi, hello. Hello, Cindy. It's really interesting you're talking about YouTubers because my son is Spencer FC. He's got two million followers. Flipping it! And Who's Spencer really, FC? What does he do? Video games? Uh, he he does uh, FIFA. Ah. He's exclusively... So, um, Spencer he, FC? He, he right. formed Spencer FC. He formed a team called Hashtag United. <laughs> and we entered the league this year and tonight we won the league! Yes, we'll continue! Spencer FC! Spencer, 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 hang on a minute, right? Hang on a minute. I, from your, you sound relatively young. I thought you were talking about a 12-year-old boy. a man boy. with a beard. It's a grown man with a rectangular chin. He's a grown He's man. He's a good-looking lad. He's a beautiful lad. Handsome. You can't be, you can't be this man's mother. You're a lunatic trying to claim credit for him. You're too young. Uh, I, I'm very proud. I've got a son, Spencer, who has the football channel. I have a son who's got a golf channel. Seb on golf, and I've got a son who covers the Formula E all around the world with Saunders Says Channel. So this is you amazing. Absolutely understand it. You must be very, very, uh, very proud of them. Are they? Are they right? Because I, I don't really understand how the funding on YouTube works. Are they rolling in it? He, Spencer's wearing a very nice suit in his Twitter picture. <laughs> well, Spencer has invested all his money into his hashtag club. It's very important to him. Yeah. Before we entered the league, we used to go and play all over the world, America, yeah. Italy, France, Germany, Spain. Um, and, and, and what's great, well, since we joined the league, we were going to games all over Essex. We were taking six, 700 um, fans to clubs that wow. normally they're lucky if they get 20. So wow. they've loved it because they've had great gate money 
because we attracted the crowd. Cindy, I have to ask you, and I wouldn't normally, none of your uh, offspring, they don't know Ali A or Dan TDM, do they? And if so, can I get their phone numbers, please, so I can look cool in front of my kids? Please! Please! Uh, you know, I absolutely understand what you say. The youngsters today, yeah. they... they what is Channel 1 to 5? Don't, you know, even Spencer doesn't watch television. No. I was travelling up to the match with him tonight and he said, I don't watch TV, Mum. It's all about Netflix and, and YouTube. Netflix and, and chilling. To, to be a really good YouTuber, anybody can do it, but you do have to invest the money in the equipment and the team to produce quality oh. videos if you want them to keep watching. And here's the thing as well, right? Because a casual viewer to any of these YouTubers, particularly the ones the kids like, will go, well, that, that looks easy. It's not it's their job and they put a lot of work into it and what it, it looks easy because it looks like because they're making it look easy the editing that goes into it the filming it, they're putting a lot of work it into it it is slick as I yeah. remember about sort of well when it first sort of started I remember picking up on Tanya Burr who seemed like girl next door in her bedroom that is a slick operation yes and you know the pixie woo girls all those people I was kind of into the makeup tutorials back then it's it's a skill such a skill and the thing is they have to appear approachable they're just talking to one person it's like kind of super personal television designing all the merch it's all about the, the merch, merch. Yeah. <laughs> oh well well and, done and cindy fair, they all went to university because oh. he used to say to me you know i well i used to say to him nothing's ever going to come of playing video games you yeah, know yeah sister. yeah um, he completely proved me wrong but yeah. i did say an education and i say that to every youngster by all means come up with youtube but have a foundation of a good education behind you as well i once got told off by an ex-partner of mine for playing video games and i said well uh, in all fairness <laughs> me, me playing video games has actually paid for our new kitchen you know because i was doing <laughs> tv shows about video games and stuff so there's a few quid that Absolutely. can be made um what was yes. was there anything else cindy i just wanted to say i tuned into it, it was fate brought us together tonight oh i uh, love the show great opportunity for me to talk to you and I, I really did enjoy it and I shall be back I shall be listening again well get your kids on you'll they'll be very welcome and you you sound like a very proud mum and we we, we love proud mums on this show Cindy so thank you thank you God bless and happy Easter everybody happy Easter is saying happy Easter a thing well, uh, yeah. Is it? Okay. Well, that's she can do what she wants. She was lovely. She, she was lovely. She was like that, the actual YouTuber. I know. Mum phoning she up. She forgot to say at the end, though, don't forget to subscribe. Bash those like buttons <laughs> and plenty of merch at the website. <laughs> my youngest has started talking about merch. I told you merch, yesterday, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. She went, uh, yeah, I've got my uh, mum's merch on. <laughs> Can't believe you've got actual merch, mum. Merch. We have got merch. If you go to ianlee.com and look for the shop button, uh, there is merch. It will take you to merch. Late Night Losers, Rabbit Hole, Ian and Kath's Motorcycle Club, of which I am the president. Uh, there is merch at Plenty. Now we've got a laminator as well. We must be able to laminate some old tat we can sell on there. <laughs> There's got to be something. Let's go to Slip. The phones have gone a bit crazy, actually. We, we might have to do Chatted's Fate on Friday when yeah, you come back. Let's go to Sloop, John B. Good evening, Sloop. Hello to Cass. Hello to Ian. Hello oh. to Sloop. Hello. Listen, I've read a book this week. Oh, you show off! Show off! Intellectuals, <laughs> listen to this. I bet you're wearing glasses. It kind of is connected to you slightly. Let me down a rabbit hole. I read Face the Music by Paul Stanley. Oh, the Paul Stanley autobiography. I yeah. think I've I think I've read that. I've got it. I, I can't remember. It's I fantastic. think I've read it. It's really, really good. And you know what? The I whole sort of thing with the Motley Crue film was a bit of a disappointment. Someone recommended me it. Yeah, yeah. And I checked it out. I, it really, I mean, he thinks he's right about everything. Yeah. And there's a lot of sort of like sort of glamour models and mirrored bedroom ceilings and stuff, stuff like that. But... Yeah. What I want to ask you about, Ian, was 
I started looking into Kiss, and I'd heard on a podcast someone tell an absolutely horrific story about Gene Simmons. Oh, well, okay, well, that, and, that's probably pretty easy to do. He's a slime bag. Yeah, yeah, and I listened to this radio interview he did a couple of years ago with yep. someone called Terry Gross. Have you ever heard this interview? I have not heard the interview with Terry Gross and Gene Simmons. What is the, what well, is the horrific story? Basically, this guy was a presenter, had been a fan of his, and was going to interview him. Yeah. And Gene Simmons demanded that he basically be interviewed by a girl. Right, OK. So they said, well, you can sit alongside them because you're the Kiss fan, you can ask some questions. And basically, Gene Simmons said to him, I want you to turn around and face the other way when he tried to talk to him. Oh, okay. my. And sort of a, a, yeah, and a producer came on and said, right, we're ending this here, this stop. And I, was, I then was sort of led by the links to this interview with Terry Gross. And I think he is absolutely vile. And it sort of ties, ties into what you said about, you know, with Michael Jackson and R. Kelly and stuff like well, that. Well, here's like, the thing. Here's the thing. You, you, you have raised a point that are cognitive dissonance in my head because I have seen Gene Simmons in action, right? I've, yeah. I've interviewed him. And yeah. uh, I interviewed him with uh, my previous producer, Eloise, when I was absolute, who Eloise is an attractive young woman. Right. And when... We were got. We were it was me and Eloise and Gene Simmons were in the sort of reception of this place we were doing it, and we had to. And the, the sound guy came downstairs. Says, "Right, we're ready. If you want to come upstairs." Okay. So Gene allowed Eloise to go up first, and he put his hand up her uh, up her dress. Good and, lord! Yeah, and and to my shame, John, and I am ashamed of this. Yeah. I should have told him to f off and said, "Right, we're going." And I didn't. Yeah. What I, I followed Eloise's lead. That's not an excuse because she was a younger woman, and I should have taken the lead. As I should have taken the lead. Sure. She kind of laughed it off and went, "Oh, Jean," which is, by the way, standard procedure. Yes, exactly. You just want it to stop. Oh, exactly. And we. I and just I don't think I can get into their music. Well, I can totally yeah. get that. And and I here's it, a, it, go on. The the interview he he is absolutely vile in yeah. it. I mean, yeah. it's horrific what he says to this woman. He's yeah. sexist. Um, you know, and he just says basically it's it's all about money and sex and that's it. But oh, that's but that's line, that's his standard line is it's all about money and it's all about he sex. Says, yeah, he has this line where he says to it, if you welcome me with open arms, you have to welcome me with open legs or something. And I was listening oh, yeah, to him and I thought yeah, yeah. I actually want to turn this off now. It's a shame because I was thinking after reading the Paul Stanley book, I would love to get into Kiss's music, but I just mm, don't think I can now. And I, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. And here's here's the here's the the cognitive dissonance for me. Yeah. I've bought tickets to see Kiss in July, despite... Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. Despite me thinking that he is a scumbag. He is a scumbag. There's no... There's no... There's no way around it. There's no, I'm I, almost mistaken for a character, but he seems quite legit. Yeah, he, he's, he's horrendous. He is horrendous. And I bought tickets to go and see them in July. And, you and, made and, that sort of... Well, I haven't. I feel I feel guilty saying it. I'm, I'm, it's good that I feel guilty. I should feel guilty for saying it because yeah. I'm I'm kind of funding it. But which is I really want to see Kiss. I think. I mean, or just someone someone's given some PR direction. But it was just as oh, you were saying. Late. It's too late. It's the now. first time I'd ever heard an interview where I could feel blood rushing to my face, like I was getting angry yeah. listening to what he had. Oh, you should have heard the interview with Noel Sullivan last night. Man, it was getting tense. I did. <laughs> Man, it nearly kicked off. I wanted to punch that guy in the nose. Well, it's good to see you didn't. But listen, Happy Easter to both of you. All right. Why is this a is this a thing saying Happy Easter? I've never said Happy Easter in my life. All right, well, listen, by the way, you can still buy Vosine. How about that? Thank you very much indeed. Wow, That's how I like whammy. to end the call. It is, um, it is interesting, because, I, I, yeah, I did the interview and we all laughed. 
And I've seen Kiss a couple of times after that. And there's been a few other stories about Gene Simmons. There's a few others. I've got my suspicions in some areas. And, but I bought tickets to go and see, we're going to go and see Kiss. Yeah. But he's not the only person in the band. Well, he's he's 50% of the original members in the band. Yeah, right. Um, you're right, he's not. You're, yeah, he's not, but... It's, you know, it's totally different from going to see someone who is, it's just that guy. Isn't it? No, because just that guy will also have a band and will also have road crew working for them. Will also have families that are dependent on them. It's a tough one, and it's it's a re- and it's made that call. Thank you for that, Sloop Jombie. That call has made me feel uncomfortable, mm. but in a in a healthy way because it's making me question <laughs> what I'm doing and what I've done. Probably still going to go. I can't see my mind changing that much that I won't go, but. Um, yeah, I feel a bit scummy about it, uh, definitely. But we're not going, because I want to come, we're not going to support Gene Simmons. No, um, we're not. Well, who's, who's, um, whose makeup are you going to wear? Oh, we have to wear makeup, by the way. I'm going to be the cat man. All right, well, I've just bought the most amazing T-shirt. Okay, was it? Uh, oh, look at that, yeah, okay. You bought um, Gene Simmons' T-shirt. <laughs> Last 10, 15 minutes of the show. Gosh, that's flown by. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Uh, it's just me tomorrow, guys, so not quite sure. Who's producing? You don't care? You don't, don't care. care? Couldn't care less. She couldn't care. Do you know, Amy? Do you know who's producing? I think it's Hayley. Hayley? Okay, fine. Well, I won't get a word in edgeways then, blimey. She can talk for England, Do you Hayley. let her on air? No, I've try not to. <laughs> She's got, but her voice is loud enough. It comes through that soundproof glass. Very penetrating. Very penetrating. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, fine. Uh, that'd be nice. We'll have fun. We won't have as much fun as if you were here. Correct. But we'll probably have more oh. fun. We'll probably have more fun. All right, we'll, well do chat. Don't worry about me. I'll be, you know, I'm not worried about you at doing all. something really sad. You're an old. Le- uh, here we go. Here we go. Let me get my tiny violin out. Um, we'll do chat. It's fate on Friday, if that's all right. Well, maybe Haley can bring chat. It's fate. Oh, actually, I can't. No, take- I've not read it. Okay. So, when I find stories for the show, I've stopped going through the papers and do it all online now. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, re- I don't read the stories. I just look at the headlines, right? And, and if the headline grabs me, I'll, I'll, I just jot it down. I just jot down a few words. So, all I've written for this one is U.S. Pa- pastor spat on. Have you have you found it? And you saw it in which paper? The Daily Mail. All right, I'd found it on BBC, but that's likely to be less colourful. Yes. The Daily Mail. Let's find it in here. Daily Mail website. Mailonline.com.co.uk.net.org. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is nuts. Ladies and gents. I'm not going to read the big headline. No, because that, that tells the whole story. Yeah. Clickbait. An Ohio church has a... Ohio. Po- Ohio. Oh, hi. Oh, Has apologised for an Easter lesson in which a pastor encouraged students to slap, cut and spit on him 
as a reenactment of Jesus's crucifixion, incidents that were captured in videos and posted online. So just go through that again. This is this. All right, okay. This does warrant something. They did what to him? Because we we had a curate once who ate a daffodil. Curate. Curate. Who came in and ate well, I don't a daffodil? Think he can cure it. And uh, it was to illustrate the fact that our parents wouldn't believe us, but we'd seen him and it had happened. So that's basically giving you an excellent example of how child abuse works. But the story was, if you, well, I've eaten this daffodil, and when you go and tell your parents, they won't believe it. They'll think you're making it up. I mean, and that's there's so many lessons. Yeah. Um, of course, they had to put warnings on daffodil yeah. bulbs in Sainsbury's people because were... Romanians were coming and eating them. They thought they were I spring onions. That Romanians wouldn't. Romanians know what spring onions look like, don't they? Mm. Yeah. Crazy guys. Yeah. But they are poisonous, so don't eat daffodils. And Romanians cure- are not poisonous. No. That is that is the kind of stuff that gets Farage where he is today, saying Romanians are poisonous. Romanians are not. They are almost, almost human beings like the rest of us, like the rest of us normal people. That's satire, guys. It's satire. It's like, it's like when uh, Matt Lucas blacked up to be Mr T in Little Britain. That was satire. Carry on. Justin Ross is lead pastor at Impact City oh, Church God. in Patascala near Columbus. He says the incident happened Monday at an organised hangout session for... Oh, oh no! Yeah, trendy vicar! Hey, guys, we're just going to hang out and talk about Jesus and then you're going to cut me. Middle and high school students were involved. Yeah. Ross says an associate pastor... Jadius Dempsey yeah. encouraged the attacks on himself as a way to help students learn about Easter and the crucifixion of Jesus. I mean, why didn't we learn that way? By beating up the vicar. I mean, oh my word, I'm just seeing some of the stills from it. Several students took the associate pastor up on the offer and one cut him on the neck, the Columbus Dispatch reports. Ross says... It'll be hard if a pastor instructs you to cut him. Did, did they get one go, or could they just do as much? Because I would just keep joining the back of the queue. First one, you start with the spit, like a flob, a greenie. Then go out to queue. Then, a, then just like a slap. Then go back and then slap him over the ear, which you're not supposed to do because it bursts his eardrum. And then stab him. Because I really want to learn about Jesus. At what point do these kids think, this is a bit weird now. This is getting a bit... This is escalating. Um, Pastor, can I ask you a question? You can ask me anything. Why Why are your pants so tight after 25 minutes of being beaten by young young people? Your pants are tight down oh, there. What's going on? Ross said the topic was important, but the lesson went too far and was inappropriate. Well done. I mean, hand that guy some sort of uh, prize. He said... An Easter egg. He said Dempsey first invited students to spit in his face with no backlash. <laughs> Welcome, Paul. <laughs> what a moment to walk in. A number of students did so. According to Ross, Dempsey then encouraged students to slap him, Oy. which some did. Dempsey then invited students to cut him, according to Ross. Ross. Again, not guilty. The no. students obliged, having been told they would not be punished. One of the students used a steak knife, according to WBNS TV. The knife was provided. So the, the lesson is this is what Jesus went he through. He went through, yeah. I think it's a tenuous lesson. The lesson is never use a steak knife. You need a, a knife with a bridge across the front, otherwise your hand goes over the blade and you leave your DNA on your victim. Never use a steak knife, oh, kids. Oh, whoa, whoa. Says a man who's speaking from experience. <laughs> Look at that. From years on Crime Monthly. <laughs> crime, crime Join us monthly. after the break. Okay. Yes, man, I used to love that. That's insane. One of the kids called his parents. 
Told his parents what? <laughs> sports books were taken away. That's insane, man. Religion is. is Do you remember years ago? I think the guy's name was Dominic Diamond, who fronted a game show on Channel Game's Four. Yeah, yeah. And he then went to the Philippines and was going to be crucified with other devout yeah. people. And at the last minute, he decided, you know, I'm maybe not yeah. that devout, and he yeah. didn't get. But they, apparently, they're you know they're nailing each other up possibly yeah. 24 hours from now for Good Friday for the 11 o'clock show. I went to to Jerusalem. And, I mean, they cut most of it out because it was terribly offensive what we did. But there was uh, one of the bits they cut out, and I'm really surprised they did because it's a real thing, is you you can hire a cross Mm -hmm. and walk through Jerusalem with it. So we had me in a suit and a tie with a cross walking through Jerusalem. But we met, it was mainly Americans, of course. We met these Americans. There was one woman who was carrying this cross and was just in floods of tears, and we were doing this video taking the piss out of her. But she was like, "This, this is great. I'm getting to experience what it was like to be Jesus, and it was so hot. And it's just they, they do that in Seville during Holy Week, right? Well, in a lot of the main uh, towns and yeah, I mean the crosses Spain. are quite light. I've got to be honest. Well, actually, no, barefoot I mean, it's, and it's an incredibly common thing. I mean, after the Spartacist uh, revolution, slave rebellion, they crucified at least five thousand slaves along yeah, the Appian yeah. Way. So it's a, it was their common method of execution. Because also, you lasted. I mean, you don't die from... They try to hasten Jesus' end with the poison and the spear in the sun. suffocation. Yeah, you die from exhaustion. Like you can't yeah. raise your chest up to breathe, yeah. so you just slump yeah. there. But some people lasted days. Yeah. Oh, God. They did it in Seville. Did it? So, they, Seville. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Because it's Holy Week, so all week they'll have different um, parades through the city. And it's a, it's an amazing thing to see. So you're just out and everyone's talking and all of a sudden you hear these drums in the darkness and there's torches and they wear these kind of outfits that can only be described as, you know, kind of Ku Klux Klan type robes, yeah. faces covered hoods, uh, some in purple, some in white. Yeah holding uh, candles and then there are people who are the, uh, penitents and they, they will carry a cross with bare feet, you know, imagine, they've got bleeding feet. Imagine if, and maybe they do have an equivalent, but imagine it was the old Muslims that were doing this, how much we would point and scorn and say, uh-huh. look, these guys are barbarians, look yeah. what they're doing. But these are Christians, this, is, this is cool. I, I, I'm not a hugely religious person at all. It's a really beautiful... Thing you know, and that you know the smell of the uh, incense that they're swinging and stuff. It's a really atmospheric moment. They know how to put on a show. Then everyone goes off down the pub. They know how to put on a show. (laughs) I saw a lovely tweet from Dr. Lauren Beerman. Is that who's I think is is on your is on your show? Oh, remarkable scientist. She She said, "I've just had this. I saw this pop up uh, about an hour ago. I've just had my first radio interview where I was given the opportunity to talk about uh, marine litter detection from outer space. And you know what? It was really good, good fun. Thanks to Paul Ross for being such a wonderful host. And she looked, she was thrilled with the very sweet. Yeah, it's nice. Very bright woman. What she's doing is really important. It kind of two stories tonight chime on a slightly more serious note with what's happening in London and around the world at the moment. These climate change uh, demonstrations. Mm. We've got two people from the world of science who are working on the problems these people are trying to address with a different method. One of them is hers, Lauren's working with an EU pair of space satellites and their job is to develop a constantly evolving maps of the of the landmass. Okay. She realised that coincidentally they're monitoring the coast and the pixels they use are so precise they can get down to 10 by 10 metres square that, that you can find the flows of plastic hey, right yeah, around yeah. the world. On co- so if you know there's a whale spawning area or the leatherneck tur- leatherback turtles or whatever, you can say there's trouble brewing there, that's where we need to clean it up, which yeah. is fascinating. Yeah. Don't drop plastic in the first place. The other thing is this huge-brained professor from Switzerland who's got to be a Nobel Prize candidate has developed an artificial leaf twice as efficient as the leaf in nature. What? And the leaf in nature uses sunlight to process CO2. Yeah. His almost foil leaf, very cheaply made, yeah. it can produce biofuel, but also reduces the CO2 in the atmosphere. Now, our CO2 is at the strongest it's been for 400,000 years. 
this bloke may have cracked it. He's on the no, show hang on, this but morning. What is this? How did, what, is this a leaf? What do they call it? A leaf to a tree? No, no. It's, it, they call it. A, it basically, it mimics the action of a leaf, right, okay. but it's not. It's, it's like a solar panel. Huge, it's huge battery cells. Oh, but it okay. Does, it's powered by the sun, but right. then it absorbs further down the line via these. I mean, he explains it in much more um, layman's terms than I can. Yeah. These kind of copper poles. It separates the CO two into oxygen. Yeah. And into carbon, wow. which can either be used for fuel or can be converted to ethanol, which is a biofuel. Yeah. And this is in the atmosphere around us. This guy's us. cleverer than God. I mean, and, and he had a Swiss accent. What more can you ask, folks? Oh, a boffin oh. from the land of Toblerone and cuckoo clocks who spoke <laughs> like, yeah, I come to fix the boy. Kids yeah? these days do not know what a cuckoo clock is. No, but my nan would have a cuckoo clock and we'd go around. And that was part of the fun. Is oh, Waiting oh, Mr. for cuckoo, it. You miss it. Oh, you just missed the cuckoo clock. And you can, can we move it around? No. Or the Swiss Centre in London when the oh, little parade yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, happy days. Kids don't know what a cuckoo we clock is. made our own fun in those days. One, yeah. I might get a cuckoo clock. Do it. I might do it. All right. Anyway, uh, th- on, on that rather naff but actually quite exciting bombshell, I <laughs> uh, look forward to listening to you on the way home. I uh, hope tomorrow goes all goes all right. I know it's you know it's a tough old day and I'll, I'll have my fingers crossed for you. Amy, thank you very much indeed. We, well, I will be back tonight at uh, uh, 10 o'clock. You're very welcome to tune in, either download the app or go online or uh, listen on DAB. But stay tuned, coming up after one on Talk Radio. It's Paul Ross. Talk Radio. Talk and entertainment across the nation. Talk Radio. Give it some lift.